Chantilla. Yes, Fro. What did the gorilla call his first wife? I don't know. What did the gorilla call his first wife? His prime mate. Uh, this week on Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about news from the week, Battleground results, the movie Dunkirk, Zoo Hypothesis, and Big Brother UK, week 7. This is Another Digital Citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to a new, another digital citizen. We are new. I'm going to talk about that really soon. The new things that are happening around the show, because we got some new things. Let's say hey uh, to some old podcast friends of mine. For example, Tilly. Hi, Tilly. Hey, Fro. Less of the old, please. <laughs> Okay, you are the youngest here, so I will give you that. Yeah. How about that? yeah. Youngest, Woo-hoo! I'm the baby. Youngest. The youngest. trick is just find people that are older than you and stay friends with them because they're never going to get younger <laughs> than you. That is the trick of being the 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 youngest. Yeah, so be that, the baby all that, the time. Yeah, that means that Luke is in the middle. Hi, Mil- Mil- Malcolm. <laughs> What? Oh, Malcolm in the... Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, hi, Fro. Uh, hi, everybody. Um, uh, I've always been yeah. the middle child, so this is not unusual for me, but I think one way, if you always want to stay younger than people, be born on a leap year on uh, on the leap day, and then you'll always be younger yeah. than everybody. Because you only have yeah. a birthday once every four years. But you'll always look oh. really old for your age. Sure, I guess that's true. <laughs> So, preparing for episode 100, we are uh, changing some really, really small things that you listeners uh, probably uh, never going to uh, see if I didn't talk about it. So, that's why I'm talking about it. <laughs> we, You're getting we, told, we, people. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we changed the logo. Woohoo! Woohoo! I know the person that made it because that's me. Um, hey, I know him. <laughs> I I know him, yeah. And uh, 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 we got a new tagline uh, for the show. It's another digital system, the smallest podcast about the biggest things. So that are the new things that we are changed now. 
there are maybe more changes coming, but we are like telling you listeners it's it's not big things, it's small things. But it's growth. It's not Yes. And we like we're growth. Just, we're, we're growing we're just, as a podcast. Yeah, we're just changing things. I mean, we soon do- done a hundred episodes with a random picture I found online <laughs> or another right. digital system. Yeah, like I didn't make the logo that we 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 are using, so I'm also a little afraid of uh, like people uh, finding out of the podcast and like telling our podcast uh, director uh, that. That picture isn't mine. <laughs> Podcast director, so, or like the head office, like up at well, command. Well, well, I don't know who's. I don't know who's going to get us in trouble for that. But. <laughs> well, for example, if they start, uh, told SoundCloud that we are using to to. Uh, get this podcast out for all your listeners that we we used uh, on what do you call it unregulized picture that we um, didn't right. own the rights to they could like yeah make some trouble for us it's not yeah it's, it's not that i i actually believe that that would happen yeah, but i don't think that's it, happening yeah not. it's just that it is a possibility and it, it doesn't matter now because you made a beautiful new one and it suits us so yeah I made a kind of army uh, looking. Uh, new... Yeah, it reminds me slightly a bit of Rage Against the Machine, which makes me happy. Oh, thank you. I love, I love Rage Against the Machine. And the oh. symbol on there, I believe, is uh, it's the Buddhist symbol for nothing. So, I, I, <laughs> I don't know if, if yes. Fro even knew that, but that's what it is. Yes, I did. <laughs> I am so happy that you recognized that because that was actually with purpose. Oh, okay, yeah. Tao Gong, yes. right? I think it's what it is. Is what it yes. is. Yeah. Yes, Tao Gong. So this week uh, we're going to, to talk a lot about uh, Sue uh, being uh, in the zoo because we are we are the animals. But See, I always that, thought that anyway. Yes, before that. Did you know, Dele, that in Norway we have a fish mafia? I didn't know. I um, <laughs> The mental images I'm getting from fish mafia, though, are the best thing ever. See a, a fish in a trilby with a little Tommy gun. <laughs> it's Spongebob. In my head, it instantly goes to Spongebob, but that's me, I guess. <laughs> so, yes. Great mental images. Thank you, Norway. Yes. So police in Norway are set to uh, uh, open investigation into uh, what they told this suspects to be illegalized release of pike fish mm-hmm. at several locations in the country, and I guess I guess uh, they mean uh, uh, the country of Norway. Administrator Anton Ringsberg with the country administration in the central. Nord-Trøndelag region called upon individual suspects of carrying out the practice Pike Mafia. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Basically, yeah. people have been going and taking pike, putting them into lakes and things that they're not native to, so that they can fish them, from what I was reading. 
So, they want to they want to fish them and catch a big pike, so they're putting them in there so they can. But pike are they're putting them in there so that they can catch them again. Let's just yeah. That's yes. you might as just well, silly just, to begin with. Yeah, and pike <laughs> are. If have you guys ever seen one? Yes, I have. They are there's scary. A picture, there's a picture of one right in front of me in this article. Right, example. but it doesn't have his mouth open. In that picture. Yeah, no, if you see the mouth. If you see the, the teeth on these things, yes. they're like carnivorous. carnivorous. Yeah, so. Yeah, they eat everything and they grow massive. And if you get bitten by one, as soon as you try, it's like eels. As soon as you try and pull away from them, you're biting yourself more, essentially, because it pulls the teeth into your hand or whatever. Right. They're, they're nasty beasts and they can get really big. I mean, they're, they naturally occur here, but then being taken over into an ecosystem that isn't set up for them. Is not. That's the biggest issue with them. And they've kind of ruined their seriousness by calling it the bloody fish mafia. <laughs> I know. But I swear, it gets it talked about, though. Brings gets it brought I mean, into conversation. Because it's like um, putting a non native species of frog into some, you know, into the Amazon or something. It right. could potentially wipe everything out. But it, it is kind of a silly news to, to start with. So let's go into some real news. Uh, Sean Spicer, a.k.a. Uh, oh. The sixth Spice Girl. Spicy. Spicy, yeah. Sean uh, oh, Spicerham, as I like to say. <laughs> uh, resigned as the White House press secretary to the amazement of Probably everybody, but me. I, uh, I think most people thought this was coming, though, right? I mean, I, I was assuming uh, he was going to be gone a long time ago, but... Oh, yeah, me too. I'm amazed that he he he, he, he was there this long, to be honest. Sure, right. Can you imagine how hard that job's been as of late? Uh, no, I can't. But I think... uh, but uh, it's it's not like uh, somebody made him. It's not like it's was oh, no. uh, thing. It's uh, he he got really good paid for for doing shitty shitty job that probably nobody uh, wanted. But he, he, here's the thing. One of the things that I find more funny that it's Sarah Huckabee Sanders that's uh, taking over. She's the daughter of uh, Mike Huckabee. But I think it's more funny that her last name is Sanders. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. So there'll be a Sanders like, speaking from the White House. Yep. Right. I'm assuming she got married to somebody named Sanders, and that's why she's got a hyphenated name, but I'm, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I was hoping it was maybe... In the Sanders is her stepdad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like some secret connections to Bernie Sanders, but yeah, they would, the Republicans and Donald Trump would it. totally be behind that. They would be like, "Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a good plan. We won't get totally uh -huh. roasted for that at all." No, 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 no. No, Sanders is a pretty common name in America, at least. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But still. But uh, hey. Uh, if you wanted to say uh, sell some lemonade in England, are you allowed to do that? Well, I've recently discovered that no, you're not. I think obviously you can't go. You can't just go and sell stuff on the street. You're not allowed to do that. You can't just set up a market stall. 
but if you're a child and you're selling, you know, lemonade for 50p, as general common sense, it's completely fine. Okay. You're not hurting anybody, right? Yeah, you're not hurting so, anybody. You, so you know, why are we talking about this? <laughs> because a five-year-old girl has been fined 150 yep. pounds for selling lemonade to people as they were on their way to a festival. They just hundred and fifty pounds. Yes. How many little glasses of lemonade <laughs> do they think she sold? Unless <laughs> this poor little girl, she's you know, oh. done a bad thing. They've really. They've really um, screwed the pooch on this one. I'm trying to think of yeah. a good saying then. But yeah, basically the police have gone up to them and the dad thought that they were just going to say, you know, can you please pack up and move on? You're not allowed to do this. You know, you need a trading license and things. But no, yeah. they were slapped with a fine. They have now been issued with an apology and the fine's been revoked. But it still happened. And this, this poor little five-year-old girl that just saw everybody that was on their way to a festival... I think it was Love Box Festival or something like that. Right. And I was like, oh, I'll be on the street and sell people lemonade as they're carrying all their big bags and everything. Let's discourage <laughs> that straight away, says these police officers. But still, £150. Oh, you get fined on the spot £50 for uh, dropping a cigarette butt. Right. I mean, th this... The, uh, but the, uh, but a... the, okay, but the people that are smoking are over... 18 years old to learn. Oh, yeah, no. It's, it's a little difference between people that are throwing things on the street when they're over 18 and a five-year-old. Yeah. Like, it's, like it's, how... Shouldn't have happened. I don't know how... how well, these that is, this, how this is how the law works. When there's laws, yeah. uh, specifically this law, uh, there's a base fine. And so the, when they when they see somebody, who are, anybody, because uh, police don't have brains, apparently... Um, they just go, oh, this is the law you broke, this is how much you have to pay, uh, but this person, this girl was five years old, you have to be 17 to even get, to even, like, apply for a license to begin with, so there's yeah. no way she was ever gonna get it in the first place, so, uh, so, yeah, yeah and, it, it, the, you know, the base fine is still there. child labor laws and things as well, because you can't have a five-year-old working. Well, that's only um, if somebody else was making her do it. If she was doing it herself. Though. Her dad was there as supervisor. He was. Keeping yeah, but he's an not. Eye for, he didn't have her like chained up to the to the de <laughs> desk, like. Yeah. Well, no. Well, they didn't. They, weren't doing anything they shouldn't have even really been told off. The police officer should have gone up to the father and said, "Can I have a little quiet word?" You know, there's. There's a way of dealing when you're working in the public sector, whether you're a police officer or. A, street sweeper or you know whatever you are there's common courtesies and common sense and this just makes no common sense and there is no courtesy for that little girl's feelings when from people that are supposed to be protecting you right and if there's loads of festival goers going like past and things can you imagine how many drugs went past that lemonade stall and they chose to <laughs> this five year old. Oh, I wasn't sure what kind yeah. of festival of it festival it was. Uh is uh what kind of festival it's like is music, it? it? It's a music festival, I believe. Oh, okay. Right. Like everybody go into camp for the weekend. The other thing about this whole idea is uh the people who are that did get licenses, who paid the whatever, seventy five pounds you have to pay to get a temporary license to sell food at the festival, those people are losing money on the two to three do the three p 
pound waters they're trying to sell inside the festival to people, trying to rip them off, you know? This mm-hmm. girl's selling 50 pent uh, yeah, lemonades, lemonade. and she didn't have to pay for the licensing, and so they're they're losing profit when they actually did pay for the license. Uh, so yeah, there is that. In a way, it does, that part makes sense, but again, she's five years old. Uh, how much damage could she really well. do? It wasn't inside there. It was outside, so it was the people that were traveling to the festival. Right, but you still have to pay the for the queues. license. So. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to trade on the street, you have to pay. Same with busking and things like that. But you know, the, when I went to uh, Sonisphere, the church that was kind of in the festival ground, but not quite, because they had a big fence up. They were selling us cheap sandwiches and little cakes made by little old ladies and nice cups of tea for really cheap through the fence. Mm. The police didn't didn't say a word to them, and they were all out. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Mm. <laughs> mm. Poor but hey, little uh, you and me, Luke, we, we talked two sentences about it uh, last week, that uh, O.J. Simpson maybe could be released from prison. Well, it happened! Yeah, well, he hasn't been uh, uh, released, released, but uh, because that's going to happen in October? Ready for Halloween! Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yes. But uh, he has uh, been officially, officially released. Why does it take so long? Like, why, why, why uh, does it take, because he was on a parole meeting uh, Wednesday last week? And this happened... No. Was it Wednesday? It probably has to do with his sentencing and then uh, time for good behavior, and they're just saying they probably granted him parole a certain amount of time back from when he was... how long he was supposed to be there. And so October would be where that time would be. That's my guess. Does that Ah, make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and they get everything tidied up and sorted out before that. And then he'll be... Yeah, and we, we have talked about it. I am wondering how much press and how much uh, hubaloo there will be in October. My guess is pretty much. Yeah, I think <laughs> lots. <laughs> that is my guess. A After lot. the recent documentaries that have come out over the past couple yeah. of years and brought him back up into everybody's brains. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is there any more news on him going into Big Brother? Uh, no. It totally uh, helped him as a halfway house. Both Big Brothers had talked to him before he went in. Like, both US and UK were uh, talking to him about it, so. I'm really glad that you said said, uh, Big Brother because I'm going to ask you something. Remind (laughs) me of that. Okay, I'll Uh, try. I'll write it down. Fro will ask you a question. What was he in there (laughs) for again? I don't even remember what he was in there for. Like, selling. Uh, It was a robbery heist to try and get some sports memorabilia. Right, okay. I was going to say, it was something to do with he, like, gave people illegal guns or something like that. But yeah, I guess I do remember that. Maybe that was part of it. Yeah. It went in with guns and a bunch of guys. Um, I was reading about it earlier. They went in to steal sports memorabilia. So I'm guessing it might be, like, his own stuff. Yeah, it was his own stuff. Stealing his own stuff, right. Uh, well, did you guys hear today what happened uh, before we burn all through this news uh, with the Trumpster, with Trump, Trump, Trumpy? Trumpleton. Trumpleton? No. 
Did you choke on something? What? <laughs> Did you choke on something? <laughs> no. Uh, he oh. tweeted out this morning that he wants to ban transgender people from the military. I was Yay! like... <clears throat> I was woke up this morning, I was like, wow, we're not going to have like any Trump news on our news. I was like, Trump really <laughs> hasn't done it. And then I get online and I'm like, oh, he had to right at the last minute, right? Pulled something in that just... Yay. They're the best kind of attack. As Eddie Izzard says, like, the, the whole surprise thing, because there's the whole don't ask, don't tell thing about being transgender. And what could be better than the 5th Battalion Transvestite Brigade? They parachute in <laughs> with fabulous hair and fabulous makeup, and everybody just looks and goes, oh, what's... Who's, is that... What the hell are they... What? The, and then you've won. It came out... <laughs> I, guess, I read an article right after I saw it. Uh... One of the, uh, what are they, one of the Marines, one of the Navy SEALs, I mean, it was a Navy SEAL. One of the Navy SEALs that went in and actually helped capture Osama bin Laden, uh, he was a transgender guy. So, uh, he's come out and said, what an idiot, uh, basically. Nothing's been done. This is just all on Trump's Twitter. So it doesn't mean really a lot. It's not like they're passing laws, but that's their plan, at least, and there's a lot of conservatives backing this saying it's a good idea but obviously not what's a good idea what's the basis for it being a good idea <sighs> they're homophobes have men <clears throat> and women in the armed forces so whether you're born a man and become a woman or born a woman and become a man you're still a human being in either respect and you can still be you can still be murdered by our government just like everybody yeah. else <laughs> you can still be yeah you can still be sent out to do horrific things and then blamed for it even though you're just working on what you have to do you do what you're told and you don't ask questions more than likely knowing republicans it all has to do with like being in a locker room they're like i don't we can't have uh, people uh, in lo- how do we know which we're gonna have to make a third locker room i don't know they're just gonna have to just put a curtain around it let it get dressed in the behind the curtain just put a curtain around it they- I, I saw I saw a place in, I think it was the States, that, that uh, had had uh, uh, a thing on, on the toilet door where they said, we don't care what you pee with as long as you do it inside the door. Yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> that brilliant. was That was really brilliant. I love uh, that. Last but not least, uh, body camera of a police officer. Uh, maybe allegedly, I'm going to use the the word allegedly. I bet I I saw the video, so pretty yeah. much is that o- okay to use the word pretty much? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, knowing the American legal well. system, knowing the American <laughs> legal system, this guy's not going to get in trouble at all because he's a cop. But nope. yeah, they planted some drugs. Yeah, the video. It portrays and it makes it look like this guy planted drugs. Yep. If you watch it, you can make your own assessment. And obviously, this is all allegedly. This is a cop, so we don't want to be saying things. But it's, it's pretty obvious. I don't mind saying things. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty clear well, what happened here. Yeah, and I would even I would even suggest that he was being trained on how to do this by the two people. Okay, let's watch the video. The two people in the video we're going to see uh, are his supervisors. The two other people. <laughs> They're yeah. supervising him do this. So go ahead and give us a countdown, yeah. Fro. In three, two, one, go. 
Okay. There's, Looking this, around. This yard is not a very clean yard. Let's say that. There's yeah, just trash spewed like all over the place. He puts something underneath the thing. They walk out here. And they all turn around. And these... Obviously, these two other cops, these are the... From what I've read, these are this guy's supervisors. So they saw him do this. And now you can see his mm -hmm. hand right there. That His hand is him turning on the, the camera. But you he think? didn't realize that it was already recording. He just turned on the audio or something? Yeah. So he now he's like... Off and then now he's going... Look around. Hmm, I don't know funny. where things could be in this trash pile, even though I just on camera put something in here. Oh! What? Something, something he, he, I laid down? Is there? He like, yep. made an attempt to make it look like that he was searching so around. He's like, yeah. I'm searching around, I don't, there could be something but here. He was, yeah, he was searching around like a teenager <laughs> that's nicked some cigarettes off their parents <laughs> or something. No, they must be around here somewhere, I'll, um... Just look under there, no. I mean, considering how much trash there was in that yard, mm, it yeah. would take a lot more searching than he did. Like, that wasn't even a convincing uh, no. plant, in my opinion. It was like, that doesn't oh, even... Oh, that was just so lucky. I just walked in. As soon as I turned my camera on, and I found it. Right, it's the fourth place I looked in this, like, dump. Like, in, you're, like, searching through a giant... Uh, landfill and you're like oh the second place i looked look it's right here it's like oh my gosh come on now but guess what the guy they were trying to frame was african-american who would have guessed that would happen what no. good grief that's uh that's a turn what? up for the books isn't it yeah this is... and to plant stuff there as well like that was not somebody's house it could have been in their back garden but it's not inside somebody's house sure right and it's just but there, right. I get probably their excuse would be like, "Oh, he threw it out the window when we came to the front door, or something like that." Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the guy's house was one of the houses there on the side. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, like I said, these two other guys were his supervisors. So I'm, uh, did, nobody else is making this conjecture, I guess. But it seems like they're obviously in on it. Every yeah. all of them are out on administrative leave. Um. The two other cops probably won't get in any trouble, but I'm guessing they're overseeing and teaching him how to plant drugs. You know what I mean? That's yeah, what it seems like is happening looks. here. <laughs> it does. It's, is it's like a training course for the new guy on how to be a bad cop. Yeah. It's, it reminded me a bit of the sniffer dog training with the whole, I'm going, I'll put this here, walk away from it, and I'll find it. Oh, yeah, okay, I get what you're saying, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It makes me think of, in the past I've talked about this, the idea of some people saying um, it's just a few bad apples that cause these uh, police shootings and things like that, uh, things that go wrong. And it just may, when you see these two supervisors uh, that are also there in on it, makes me go, if the, all the supervisors and all the people at the top are also the bad apples, mm -hmm. the, all, all they're going to do when they find a good apple is get rid of it. And so yeah. all that's left we'll is bad apples. Rock. So the, the whole concept of, oh, it's just some bad apples is possible, but I would say um, probable that it's not the case. The probability is that over time, it, given enough time, the bad apples are going to overtake the good apples if the bad apples yeah. get in a position of power. So It's more yeah. like infested apples. 
like they're infested with something and if they come into contact with other apples even if they're not infested already they right. they teach them how to do things but not only that if you're if you're if the bad apple is in a position of power and then somebody comes along and wants to uh, c- comes to the person in power and goes oh my gosh this guy was doing planning drugs or this guy was harassing people that weren't doing anything wrong he was extorting them out of money or you know stealing their drugs or something yeah. like that comes to the bad cop who's in power the the bad cop who's in power is going to protect the other bad cop and get rid of the good cop and then yeah. all you're left with is bad cops so yeah which is what seems to be happening from documentaries and things you know obviously i'm not in the american police i don't know these things right but it does seem like it's the i mean it's just the way things would work i mean I don't think all cops go in thinking, oh, I want to be a bad cop. They go in thinking, oh, I want to do this. It's going to be good. Some of them then get corrupted, and then some of them that don't end up getting corrupted, they get kicked out of the force or get blackballed uh, by other bad cops, and they leave, and all you're, still, all you're left with, bad cops. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, even if you have good cops getting in there, if there's more bad cops, they're just going to oust the good cops to keep themselves in power. So... It's a, it's a problem for sure, and especially with the m- more militarized police we have nowadays. That uh, I was listening to a whole interview yesterday about the problem with police and steroids in America. Uh, oh, really? That you have police abusing steroids to a large degree, like all all over. They aren't tested for it at all. Um, it's a mood, you know mood-changing drug that can cause you to freak out on people. Uh, yeah. And I've seen people go off that have been Go into roid rage, right. And, um, you don't... You just... No. No. <laughs> you don't want and, somebody... You don't want a cop with that kind of riskiness, especially given that they don't seem to get prosecuted when they do do something wrong. Like they don't tend to lose their jobs. They'll be... you know, As you said, they're on administrative leave at the minute. Surely it should be getting sacked but as you say bad apples they're not going to sack the bad ones and just protect them yeah if the well, if the upper brass are bad then they're not if the upper brass are good people which doesn't seem in certain areas it seems like definitely uh, baltimore chicago uh st louis other place uh, san francisco uh, uh, not san francisco um what's right next to san francisco that i can't remember right now uh whatever right there they're there are certain cities that it's very clear there is a problem with the policing, so... Mm-hmm. And talking about police, anonymy on the internet is pretty uh, uh, important nowadays. A what? Anon- what? Anonymity! Anonymity? Anonymity. Right. Being anonymous. Anonymity. Yes. And uh, with rapid Seabox, you don't have to worry about any logs, contacts, or ISPS. <laughs> you will enjoy full privacy with us. Our Seabox products are built with security and in mind. They have ultra comfortable streaming with rapid Seabox. You, you can use your Plex technology and see things. No, Tiller, it's not a box with seeds that you get to your door, but it is something as low as uh, 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 down to 
$16. That's half a dollar a month. You can get a rapid seed box if you need that. Go to the link in the description of the show or look at another digital citizen at on Facebook. And, you can and if you get don't know what the hell he's on about, message me on Facebook and let me know that I'm not the only one in the world that doesn't <laughs> know what this thing is. <laughs> I, I can explain to you what, what it is afterwards. Let's get the other plugs out of the way while we're at it. Uh, if you want to go to audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen, you can get a free book and a 30-day trial. Uh, it helps us out just like the other one does. Uh, they help us out so you don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we have an, uh, a Facebook uh, uh, group where you can see all the new cool things. For example, the new logo that we are going to use on every show now. So you're going to see it anyway, but who cares? <laughs> and links about topics that we've done and things like that. Yes. We have an email address as well, guys. Don't forget the email mm-hmm. address because everybody else seems to have. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. And so far we have one person that likes to email us. Yes. I think we've received an email off one other person, maybe. Yeah, uh, one yes. or two, actually. We've I remember been. we got an email from somebody else at one point uh, oh. with some jokes and stuff for our show. But other than that, yeah, we'd love some emails. Like, I. I Try to post something up about something you can email on the Facebook group. So if you are on the Facebook group, keep up to date on there, and uh, I will post up the email address on there and like what we're talking about the next week, so you can email in about it. But yeah, and yeah, we still need jokes but, uh, and things as well. Oh, definitely. Always uh, need jokes. So uh, um, there's a new Big Brother coming soon. That is what I'm. I was going to ask you about because it's Celebrity Big Brother. So I'm going to ask you, of course, who the fuck are those guys? And uh, I'm going through it. Oh right, list. that. Um, I saw from uh, an article that said that that list that got leaked is fake. Ooh. So I don't know if that's real or not, but let's go through it. And if it is, we'll we'll be the, you know, uh, we'll we'll know who they are. But one of the guys that was on the list came out and said, "I'm not going on Big Big Brother." What? <laughs> so, okay. This is according to Radio Times. So, which was okay. Radio Times? Whatever. Sarah Sarah Harding. She's from um, Girls Aloud. Okay. okay. Pop group. So she's Pop uh, famous. All right. Yeah. Okay. Helen Lederer. Mm. Nope. She's comedian and actress that plays Karinia in Absolute Fabulous. Oh. Okay. I have no clue. Wait, so I need to, to see. Where's this? Um... She's really, article. really old. I can't find this article that you're looking at. Uh, I will post it in the Skype. Thank you, because then I might know who they are. Are there pictures of the people, or are they just names? Yes. No, no. Oh, yeah, then I'll... I should know from faces, then. I'm better with faces than I am with names. Rubbish with names. Okay. Do you get... Oh, my gosh. When when you posted that thing in the Skype chat, all the other things you posted in Skype earlier are all showing up. Um, <laughs> that really confused me there. Okay. We got all the, all the logos. I, I will do, 
supposed to do it again. That's really no, no. weird. No, I, I, it's at the top. All the other things came after it. It's really, really weird, yeah. Oh, um, uh, her, Helen Lederer. Yeah. Yeah, she's played lots of sort of side characters in things. Okay. She's uh, um, she was quite funny. John Leslie. <sighs> He's a actor presenter that there was a huge um, scandal with him. I'm sure it was John Leslie. Some kind of sex scandal or something that got him out of the public eye. Oh, cool. For a while. Okay. Yeah. Then we have Derek Acora? Acora? It is oh. Derek Acora. Oh, my God. He's a... You know that um, Ghost Files thing that I watch with that Amy Allen? That sure, goes yeah. in and, oh, this, this, is, this is happening and this is happening. He's the English version of that. He's from Liverpool. And he mm. is ridiculous. Because when he's doing it, his hands are all going out everywhere. And he's all, oh, man. It's... He totally looks like a guy who's going to be in fights in the house. I can already, just by the way he looks. He's like, looks like a guy who's going to get in fights with people. Or he have... threatened to curse you. Then we have Sandy Boggle that looks like a bird. I have no idea who that is. It looks like she's a singer of some type because they've got a... Uh, preview of one of her songs down there at the bottom of the thing, so she must be a she singer. Is, uh, it uh, says that she's from Gogglebox. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, then we have Sinita. Sinita. She Sinita. went out with Simon Cowell. Yeah, I see that. Oh, okay. That's, that's her. That's she why was she's a famous? Singer. Well, she was a pop star in the 80s. <laughs> That's oh, okay. She was Very a singer. She was yeah. famous for, for having sex with Simon Cowell. It says she was Pretty famous well. for wearing leaves, and if you click that, it's got a picture of her, and she's got, she's got some, like, I don't know, bit, like, uh, palm tree leaves or something on her, and she's in this room with all these random people. This is weird. Then we including have, including then we have, the guy. Yeah. Are you seeing this picture? It's in... Yeah. Okay, the picture with her with the leaves all over her. Yep. Okay, who is that? Is that Willow? From the movie Willow down there on the right <laughs> hand side? What, Warwick Davis? <laughs> yes. It probably is, because he's supposed to have been on telly quite a lot together. Oh my god. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't then we have him. Stephen Beer. I have oh, I know him. about this guy. He was in he's Big from... Brother already. I think yeah, he's, he's a reality probably... guy, isn't he? Wait a second. Okay. He won Celebrity Big Brother in 2016. And he's back well, on Celebrity looks like Big Brother? Looks like he could be headed back into the house, it says. Okay. And then okay. says, we know. <laughs> I think uh, this might have been the guy that I saw that said, I'm not going back in. But, you know, that could mean just be because they told him to say I, that it's not true. But who knows? Yeah. Then we have Jordan Davis. He's another reality star thing that I don't know. Yeah, former Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, no, he was dating former Celebrity oh, Big Brother dating. star Megan McKenna. Oh. Yeah. Who is, oh. she's getting a reality oh. show herself, herself that's filming in America now, actually. she's It's like Megan Goes to America or something like that. Mm -hmm. oh. Megan in America. <laughs> the last one is Bobby Norris. I love Whoa. Bobby Norris. He's okay. another one of the 
reality knobs that I don't know. This yeah. is what this picture right here is why you don't shave off your eyebrows and replace them with fake eyebrows. <laughs> I love that picture. It he looks is very uh, yeah. He's got a really odd face as well. He's, it's plastic. <laughs> it's a plastic plastic face. You'd sort your eyes out though, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I think he, it looks eye. like he had cheek, like he had his cheeks done, and that yeah. probably oh, had some effect on good. yeah the he's eye. He's thirty. Look at him. He's thirty. He's thirty. He's had oh, loads my of work yeah, he's, oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Those are not his teeth. Those are not his eyebrows. That is not his face. <laughs> yeah, those are definitely not his teeth type. for sure. I think his ears are real. Probably uh. back though. So, uh, what have I seen on TV this week? Uh, I've seen Pretty Little Liars. Uh, I've never seen that before, but that ended, so I decided since it ended, I will give it a chance. Uh, I've seen uh, almost all of season one. Uh, it reminds me of Desperate Housewives a lot. Uh, I said uh, on Facebook that it uh, it is just like Desperate Housewives just with teens in it instead yeah. of uh, I'm I was really like positive and and had a lot of fun with it the two three four first episodes then it kind of stopped for me and I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to see more than one season to be honest because now it feels a little trite it feels like they're doing the same stuff in every episode. Again, and again, and again, again. Oh, yeah, it's not really much point putting yourself through that over and over again, is it? No. It ended. After five seasons or something? I think it was five. I'm not sure. Uh... uh seven seasons. Yeah, seven seasons of Pretty Little Liars. Look, wow. Uh, then I saw the new Netflix show Orsark, uh, and it's uh, crime based, and it's uh, with Jason Bateman. Uh, and if you don't know who Jason Bateman is, uh, he's a really really funny guy in uh, Arrested Development. I was just about to ask if it's the main guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, I like him. And this is fucking amazing. Uh, This is not comedy at all. It reminds me of Breaking Bad. I've seen a lot of people talking about this. so weird. I was just thinking he reminds me of Brian Cranston as as an actor. Like the way... Hmm. The way he is, sort of thing. You know how uh, Brian Cranston was in... um, Malcolm in the Middle. Right. Reminds me a lot of... Well, Jason Bateman reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, you should see like Ozark. Bad, I, I what, give sorry, it... Sorry, what's it called? Ozark. And all no. of it is on Netflix. That's O-Z-A-R-K. Ah, that's that thing that I've seen coming up with all mm-hmm. of its episodes out at the same day. Okay. Uh, and uh, Jason Batman, uh, Bateman has actually directed half of the episodes himself. Ooh. Yeah, that's really cool. 
that is more or less what I've seen on TV, other than things I know Luke is going to talk about, because it's going to remind me of something I got really, really mad at this week. Uh, but till, uh, before we go to that, what have you seen this week? I've seen. It's, I've been watching a lot on the BBC, and I don't know if it's like Drugs Week or something, but everything <laughs> seemed to be about drugs, except for one. Okay. Oh no, two. So I'll tell you the two that aren't, and then I'll go into the drugs documentary onslaught. Um, there's a new comedy, um, sort of like Last Week Tonight type show, but with um, a guy called Nish Kumar. It's called The Mash Report. And it has, uh, this week he had, I think it was Ramesh Ranganathan and I want to say Sarah Pascoe, but I think it was somebody else. And he just deconstructs what's in the news and things, but um, uses his brown face to get a lot of comedy out of things. It, okay. it works. I'm not really sure it what that means. It works really well. Well, because there's a lot of, especially with Brexit going on, there's a lot of people... All the knobheads basically have come out the walls, so uh, all the everybody that's white has pretty much gone into can't laugh and joke about anything. Can't we used to be able to laugh about everything. We'd we'd take the piss out of ourselves, take the piss out of everybody else. Everybody take the piss out of us. It was all fine. And Nish Kumar sort of comes in and anything that's a touchy subject, he will approach it because he can, if you get what I mean. Sure. Does that make sense? Because he can say from certain perspectives and he can make jokes that nobody else can. Right. And he's, uh, he's very good with it. Still respectful and everything. But, yeah, it's a good one. There's only one episode so far, so we'll, we'll see how it goes with the series. I hope it does well. Um, the other thing non-drugs related was a Storyville on BBC, which is, they do documentaries all by different people. And I think Storyville oh, just it. produces it. Yeah, um, I watched it. the Tokyo Girls one. Oh, Have you seen it, Florian? Yep. I had no idea that there's, you know, these idols that are little girls. Mm. Sometimes they're like as young as eight, some of them. Mm-hmm. And they perform like little pop routines and things and do meet and greets with their fans who are all middle-aged <laughs> men. And, and and totally not pedophiles. Not oh, at all. God, yeah, they're just completely in love with these children. And as soon as they oh. hit a certain age, they age out and they all sort of stop following them. So weird. Yep. So weird. Yep. Yeah. But right, yeah. Other thing, Stacey Dooley has a new documentary out. This is where we start mm-hmm. getting into the drugs drugs talk. Um, it's called Kids Selling Drugs <laughs> Online. And she goes <laughs> undercover. Before picture of... we go into the drugs talk? <laughs> well, this, this Before is now we go it... into the drugs talk? This is drugs talk, isn't it? I was just saying now we're going into it. This oh. Is the... okay. Yeah, you um, heard that wrong from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway. Before. Okay. Yes. Sorry. That was that was the last thing I said. The Storyville was before the drugs. Now we're all on drugs. <laughs> okay. Now we're going to talk about all drugs. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Stacey Dooley, she was hearing about kids getting hold of drugs through Instagram and Snapchat and things like that. Things I have no idea about, not registered, don't know, not a clue. Um, mm. And she poses online with, she's got a friend that's 15, which I think is a bit strange. But yeah, she's got a 15-year-old friend and uses her picture, poses online and meets up with a few of these drug dealers that she's met through the internet. 
and she meets up with a couple of kids that sort of work on the street and actually you know go and try and sell her pills um but then she actually meets this big gang that they sound scottish but i don't know if they're all in scotland doesn't really matter um and they were explaining how many how much money they're earning through it all and how easy it is to do it all online Mm. it's really good because i had no obviously it's it's a different world to me i've never felt so old now with all these there was one thing i've heard of uh snapchat i've heard of instagram and twitter and pinterest and all the other things i'm not on but there's a new one called yellow which apparently is the main one at the minute for kids getting old of drugs but yeah apparently it's a it's a huge huge thing and it's not being regulated nobody's getting caught through it and um, be, be 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 old with me because I never heard about yellow before you mentioned it right now. Oh, good. Yeah. It's not just me then. <laughs> never ever heard about it. I thought it was a color. To be honest. Yeah, me too. I was like, what is? What the hell is yellow? But I suppose we're not children trying to buy drugs online. Right. No. Uh... But apparently, yeah, it's, it's ridiculously easy. When she was showing you how many people were online at that minute you know, with videos or whatever of them smoking a joint or they've got some pills or they've got some coke or they've got some heroin. There's all little emojis that they use on their names to say what they've got in stock. And the companies aren't doing anything about it. She reported um, one guy and said, look, you know, this is definitely a drug dealer and he's definitely working through your service. And they said they'd do something, but there's still nothing's happened. He's still there. So they don't, they don't care, because I guess they're mm. they're getting people on there. I so that was very that interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like Stacy Dooley. Yeah, I love Stacy Dooley as well. So. Absolutely just, great. Just haven't heard she came out with a new one. Really looking forward to see that. Hey. Oh, there's a new Professor Green documentary as well. I don't know if you've seen okay. any of his. Um, no. Ah, he's done some really good ones. There's one about dangerous dogs. There's one about homelessness. There's, okay. you know, things Dr. about mental what? health things. Professor Green. Oh, Professor Green. Oh. Yeah, he's a he's a music artist. Um, okay. I think he started doing documentaries because he did one about losing his dad. Oh. And sort of went through all that because his dad had been estranged from him and stuff. And I think the last time he saw him, I think they had an argument or something when he was you know, 18 or something like that. And he really like, opens Sounds up. like a fun-filled uh, documentary. <laughs> it's very heartwarming. Yeah. It's a good journey, but yeah. The new one is mm. called, Is It Time to Legalise Weed? Because there's a lot of talk oh. over here at the minute. Um, we've got the first um, CBD vape pens that they're trialling right. through the NHS now here. Thank yeah. God. Um, I've signed up. Let's see if it... Well, if I can actually get on the programme thing. Um on wood. Yeah. But yeah, this, mm-hmm. he basically goes to see all the sides of everything. He goes to um, the people that are growing the weed over here. He goes to... He meets a guy that actually goes and robs the dealers for their money and their drugs. And he goes to oh. see the police and he goes to see some scientists. And... Um, there's just a couple of facts that I got from it that was, it blew my mind. But in the UK alone, this Class B drug, we yeah. can 270 tonnes of it each year. 
This is while it's illegal and a class B drug, so you can, you know, you could actually potentially right. serve time for having it on you. Yeah, yeah 270 tonnes. Um, £200 million pounds a month is spent on weed online alone from here. Wow. That's a month. And the first ever... Well, this guy said this. I haven't fact-checked it. I hope it's, it is correct. But apparently, the first ever internet sale for somebody buying something online yeah. um, was for cannabis. There was five <laughs> computers that were online in the world at that point, and the first conversation in the 70s, first conversation about a transaction was somebody buying weed from somebody else. Would not surprise me because one of the first computers were in a, in a, uh, in a um, college community, so... Yeah. Sure, wouldn't right. surprise yeah. me at all. Cool. Yeah. Luke, Sorry. what have you seen this week? I don't know, because you said something earlier about some show that I had watched that you watched that you were mad about. I don't, I don't know what that is. Big Brother... Uh, Big Brother America. Oh, right. I wasn't going to mention that at all, but... Um, oh, so, cool. if you want to go into that, go ahead and do that. Well... We talked about it last week. I was so happy, because one of the worst players of Big Brother history was out till Hey. And then they had the competition for uh, uh, one of the elected to come back and guess what the guy I that back. yeah the guy I hate so much he came back and not only that but, but the guy and his girlfriend won the house uh, what is this called called again house. head of the house no head of the house so they got to decide who needs to get uh, evicted Yay! Oh, so you can't even just get rid of him straight away. No, he's in, uh, his girlfriend, I guess, technically, at this point, because they actually said they were dating now, uh, is the head of the house. And so she's not going to put him up to be evicted, obviously. Uh, yeah. So they're going to have to wait for another week or something to have that happen. But <laughs> they're in power after he came back into the house. And he oh, couldn't have gotten evicted so this week anyways, because he had, like, a week. You said he had a week uh, free week of eviction protect, after yeah. he... After he came back in, I, so... I think so, yeah. yeah they, I'm pretty they sure that's true. That well. Yeah, so the worst players of Big Brother uh, suddenly had control of Big Brother. It was really, really awful. Right, and the guy is a transphobe, he's a homophobe, he's a racist, and he's yeah. proud that he murders people for a living. He's, like, super happy about that. And yeah. obviously nice. just a big conservative asshole. Uh, probably a big Trump supporter. Army. I think he's a marine, or he's a sniper. He's a marine, or okay. something, yeah. Yeah, I just, he's, he's not I, just, like, a really bad surgeon or something. It's just that, that that's all he ever talks about. Like, when he talks, he's like, oh, let me tell you a story about some time I murdered somebody. It'll yeah. be a good story, and then impressed everybody. Because he thinks oh, that's impressive. Like that. Right. It right, happens yeah, way the after the Iraq War, like, pff, so many people I knew, that was their all they would talk about after they were in the army or whatever, and it was like, I don't want to hang out with you anymore if that's all you're going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I would not want to be in their brain if that's all they can think about as well. The other thing that happened on Big Brother U US this week was uh, this girl named Dominique got evicted from the house, 
<laughs> and she had there was this whole scene where she's like talking in the in the diary room and she's like I was praying I was praying in the bathroom and I was talking to God and they showed like a clip of her like in the bathroom and she's speaking in tongues like literally what? speaking in tongues and she's yep. like and then God spoke to me and he said Paul's name three times mm-hmm. and I knew it was yep. Paul so she literally mm-hmm. was speaking with God in this big brother so that's good but she's out of the mm-hmm. house um good is she the in other the mental th- home <laughs> right i was like that's what i said to fro on sunday i was like i was like isn't there like some kind of psychological test you have to take to get into the big brother house yeah. and how did this lady right. pass those tests um yeah. maybe next time they'll have one of those guys from the uh, clinic where they all think they're jesus I saw a funny... Th- I'll talk about it later, uh, why I saw it, but saw a funny interview. It was like an old Howard Stern interview on YouTube, and it was... He brought in two guys that both thought they were Jesus and had them t- talk it out. Mm-hmm. They both thought oh. they were reincarnated, so they were arguing with the, with each other on who was actually Jesus. Uh, more Big Brother news, I guess. Big Brother Canada got renewed for season six. Yay! Yay! But it's not going to be till 2018. Canada. So... You're gonna have a big brother. So not this we- winter, which they usually do Canada in the winter, because it's Canada. Yeah. But uh, yeah. next winter, so we're gonna wait a little while. But they did get renewed, and the whole reason they got renewed was because of um, viewer feedback. So many, it was they said overwhelming viewer response. People coming from all over saying we wa- we don't want you to cancel the show and that's why they were restarting it so I thought that was pretty cool I am hey. extremely happy to hear that uh, People of Earth a show that was one of my top shows of last year season 2 started this week so if anybody likes that show it's about a guy who finds out he was abducted by aliens uh, it's very good it's and really then good. I, say what? yes it is really good uh, this season looks like it's going to be just as good. I like the... It's got a very interesting comedic style. I just recommend yes. to people to go, like, uh, check it out. I don't know if everybody's going to like it, but it definitely is different than anything else on American TV. Um, <laughs> and then I started a show... Yes. Yes. I want to say it was my number four on my top five of last year. Uh, and then I started a show called Somewhere Between which is on ABC, uh, started this week. It had two episodes. It had one on Monday and one on Tuesday, I think. And I think from now on it's going to be on Wednesday. But it is based off of a South Korean murder mystery drama. Uh, and it's the Americanized version of that. Uh, and it's also a time-traveling show, believe it or not. Ooh. So it's a murder mystery time-traveling show based off a South Korean uh, TV show. So uh, so far, I, it's been pretty good. Uh, there's yeah. certain things about it that I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know if I like this 100%. Mostly the pr- protagonist male character is maybe not the best actor, but overall, mm. uh, so far it's really good, but I'm only two episodes in. so. But I would Instead recommend checking again? it out. Somewhere in. Between. Somewhere Between. Oh. <laughs> Never heard about oh, that. I guess doing this whole thing where you like instead of doing two episodes in one night uh, to do like the opening bit like it seems like this year a lot of different shows are doing they'll do one episode one night and one episode the next night 
And then the right. weeks after that, they start doing... I think it's a new thing that TV is trying, so I think that's uh, interesting. I don't know if it'll last. It doesn't seem to help with ratings, so... Uh, we decided what we're going to do after uh, after uh, Big Brother. Um, if uh, you're a little worried if we're going to continue just doing Big, Bo- Big Brother... We are after- not no. just continuing to do Big Brothers after Big Brothers after Big Brothers. Listeners, no, no I ain't having it. I'm not doing it. I will kill them both. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what are we doing uh, after Big Brother, Look. Oh, are we covering this right now? Okay. Uh, sure. Guest Book is a TV show that's yes. coming out on TBS uh, next week, uh, mm-hmm. Thursday. So Thursday next week, yeah. It right looks after really the final. Good. It looks really good. Uh, and I can't believe I hadn't heard it was coming out. Well, that is actually exactly what me and Luke said when we were looking at this. <laughs> right, it has a lot of. Why, why haven't we heard about this before? Yeah, it's got a real a lot of really good actors and actresses in it that you will know of them in being in a lot of different things, but maybe not necessarily know their name. I think maybe one of the only, maybe the two that people would have heard of is David uh, Zayas, who is from Dexter and other things, and then mm-hmm. uh, Jamie Pre- Presley, who is from yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. different things. Uh, from my name is Earl. My, yeah, there you go. Name. My name is Earl. Yeah. Uh, the Jerry Springer movie, oh. if anybody remembers that. Mm-hmm. I remember Jerry Springer, the opera. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Was, oh, oh. It's, I've uh, never seen that. It's really good. The warm-up guy. Well, do you want me to spoil it? Or do you want to wait and maybe try and find it somewhere? I will try to find it. Okay, I won't spoil the twist then. But yeah, there's there's everything in it. It's got uh, men that dress as babies. It's got uh, secret lesbian strippers. It's got everything and a big Valkyrie that comes and sings from the balcony. <laughs> the Valkyrie on the balcony. Oh. Well, we are going to talk about uh, the main topic, the and then a word I don't know or I can't say. The alien zoo hypothesis. Thank you. So the 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 last last one is hard for me to say. Say hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> the alien zoo hippopotamus. <laughs> the alien zoo hippopotamus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what is this look? Right. Uh, I guess primarily known as zoo hypothesis. Um, it speculates as the assumed behavior and existence of extraterrestrial life and the reason they refrain from contacting Earth. So, mm-hmm. it's kind of an explanation as to why, if the universe is so large and the chances of there being aliens being so high, what is a reason, what is a reason that they would have just chosen not to come see us or make contact with us? And this is kind yeah. of an ex- explanation of that. And it's, yes. I, I love this. I love it when these yeah. really weird theories like actually make sense and it yeah. answers a question. Doesn't have to well, doesn't have to be necessarily right, but just the fact that it answers it that you know there is all this. I had a lot of fun with this. Uh, this is one of my favorite things we have done so far. Me too. Yeah. 
I really, really like this because it's uh, 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 like Tilly says, it answers a really good a big question. If there's alien there out there, why have have they not contacted us? Yeah. Uh, before we go into that, I, I have a kind of strange question. I'm not sure if it's strange or not. But uh, do you believe that uh, we had had uh, alien contacts? Luke? I mean, we've answered this question on the show multiple times, I believe, right? Maybe. Yeah. Yes, I am almost guarantee you. But uh, I think the possibilities are just too high for there not to be some type of alien life out there that the chances of there even being a civilization that's as advanced as us is pretty like likely. But if even if they were mm. as advanced as us, they wouldn't be able to make contact with us. Um, yeah. Another idea have would be, to be that more advanced and as far away that they are, they wouldn't necessarily. Well, not only that, even if they people. were more advanced, let's say their communication technology is just so much different than ours that it doesn't connect with each other. Like radio waves is not yeah. something they use, and it's something we're using to try to contact them. And th- those the two communication techniques are maybe not uh, co uh, cohabitating in a way where they're working together. Yeah. That's my. That's another whole idea of this, but, um, yeah, that's what I think. I mean, what about you, Fro or Tilly? What do, What do you guys think? I I, I as a Christian, and I, I I have to preface this. This is my thought and my thought only. As a Christian that believes in God, I believe in aliens also because. One of the things that I, I think could explain God is uh, that he was an alien. Like, yeah. the the creator of everything. I get so what you was, mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think uh, intelligent life uh, on other planets is kind of uh, explained through the Bible uh, in a funny way, because, uh, and I, I'm 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 try I'm going to 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 try to not to sound too fucking crazy because <laughs> I'm I, I'm I'm on thin and personal ice there. Uh, I I uh, uh, read the story of of Adam and Eve going out of paradise in many ways. And one of the ways I read it is that they chose they chose to go against God's will and I think if God was as almighty as he's talked about in the Bible, he wouldn't like just say, Oh I created Adam and Eve. Oh I give up. Yeah, <laughs> like, like okay, they they were the only thing to thing I created. They went against me. No, I don't want to make anything else. And you could but totally that... believe that he might sort of go, well, humans are shit. <laughs> I've yep. made a bunch of mass murdering fuckheads. Let's uh, yep. try something different this time. Uh huh. So my personal opinion about, about this is that I do believe in aliens, and I do believe. That they uh, exist. I have so many issues and questions about what you just said. Okay, so you're saying that you think God is just an alien in a spaceship flying around 
the universe colonizing different planets. Is that what you're no, saying no, right now? No, I'm saying that I think I think God is a, a, a force more than a than a. Than but you a said person. that he was an alien. You just said yes. that. I, I believe that God was made But I am talking about the creating force, Luke. Doesn't mean that I believe that he's in in the sorcerer flying around. Well, okay. I, I believe he's a creating force. What is he an alien? Not an actual, then? like, sentient being. More of a... So he's not an alien. Well... <laughs> See I, what I'm I, saying? Like, oh, there's a little... Connected? Something a little bit broken there. We need to well, meet him. I, I, per, I personally, I personally believe that. Like, if you were to say book... Jesus was an alien, I'd go yes, oh. uh, very clearly. If if everything they oh, said yeah, in that, definitely. yeah, he could definitely be an alien. Oh yeah, uh, or a magician, one or the other. But um, both. Uh, okay, but I, I, I want to, I want to address Luke's question, if I may. I do believe that a creating force can be an alien. Okay. A force is not well, a physical being. Is, are you saying well, God is not a physical being, but he's an alien? Like there, there's a lot of yes. that's confused because yes. those two like things on can't. Rick and Morty with the where they've got the um, gas bubble guy. Right. Right. Like that that's still a physical yes. entity. A gas well, is a physical thing. You're well, saying it's not more, a physical. More being. like more like that. I, I believe that God is a is a creating force. I'm not sure what kind of. It can either be a physical being and an alien, or not a physical right. being and not be an alien. It can't be both, bro. Then I believe it's an, a physical force. Okay. But I don't I don't think we have an aspect of what that is. I don't think I can draw you a picture of God. I don't think we have the uh, uh, capability of understanding how big that force is. I get what you mean. And my other thing is, you said that we were the only thing you could... What about all the other animals on this planet? Well, after, after, I okay. mean, after, after he created Adam and Eve, he stopped. Except right. all the animals and things first, didn't he? Right. He created no, I'm saying it's like I believe it. I'm just going right. to put in there that I'm not a Christian, but I did grow up in a Christian school with a pagan mum and a Christian dad and Jehovah's Witness grandma. <laughs> right. I'm. I have so many he, different theories on all the different ones, and I've just sort of gone, well, right. this is my middle ground, and this. I, is I understand I'm that it's a theory, and that, but they're just they, there are things that what Fro said that contradict each other, and I'm pointing out that those things contradict each other, so they can't be. I don't. One or the other. I you can't have a physical entity that is not of of physical form and call it some, okay. uh, something that's physical and then have it not be physical. I don't think I don't think the physical form that God has, Luke, is something you could explain. But it's How still physical. That? But it's still a physical form. Right. So then it's not just a force; it's a physical being. Right. All right. So again, you're, that, those things contradict each other, but, uh, but not not really because okay, uh, if you if if you if you see for example, I, I'm going to use the 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 the, the Rick and Morty uh, example Best of one. of as one yeah, 
Uh, it, it's a good uh, explanation. Uh, we're not supposed to talk about this, but who cares? Uh, but, we're not uh, supposed to talk about uh, Nobody tells well, us what well, to talk well, about. <laughs> I know, I know, but it, this it is not really... Plus, citing a children's cartoon. Probably not the best thing uh, to be citing <laughs> for uh, philosophy, but go ahead. I believe well, not a children's that God... <laughs> right. I believe that God is something like if you're seeing a mist or... Uh, uh, um, or uh, um, electric force or electric fog or something like that, but much, much more. Like he has in, in like there's intelligent things going inside of. I understand, but what you're saying is he's still a physical being. Mist or uh, mist is still a physical thing that you can see with your eyeballs. Okay. Then, then I didn't understand what you meant about physical me- being. Well, do you liken him to sort of like a ghost? Uh, not, not saying like if you believed yes, in yes, ghosts sort of thing, because they're completely, completely much more bigger. Yeah, like, sort of I, that kind of scale of they're there, but they're not there. They're, they're right. physical. But they're not physical. They can do things, but they can't do things. Right. Do you know what I mean? That kind right. of. I don't believe, I, 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 I sincerely don't believe that when we die and everybody goes to heaven because I believe that everybody goes to heaven, yes, everybody. Uh, I don't believe that we can go and visit God. No. Even though he created the place where we we're going to stay. Okay. Because, because God is a creating force and not really... Not really a man with a beard sitting on a throne. God right. is a so. woman that keeps having babies and giving them up for adoption, <laughs> leaving no forward interest. I, I think you're you're making the assumption that when I say physical being, I'm I'm saying like a human being or like an animal right. of some type. A right. physical thing can be anything. It could be a rock, you know what right. I mean, or it could be mist, so or it could be I, an I, electrical I spark. Know. Those are a physical thing you could see with your eyeballs. <laughs> Or feel with your hands, you know what I mean? So, uh, if you're saying he's an alien, which is a physical being, it doesn't necessarily... An alien could be anything. We don't know what aliens look like. So what I'm saying is, it can't just be a force, because a force is not something that is physical. So you can't have it both ways. That was my point. But he can be a force can push you over, physically. No, uh, the force is something that is coming from a physical thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Anyways, anyway. is interesting to talk about. <laughs> I guess to go from this to zoo hypothesis, let's say that God was a physical being and the physical being that he was that we kind of associate what we call God with isn't actually what Jewish or Christian or Muslim or any people think of as a god. It's actually just an alien civilization that came here and colonized Earth. Uh, and that was what the exit from the Garden of Eden was, was right. two human beings taken off of one planet, put onto Earth, and they called that to being taken out of the Garden of Eden. And do you know what, Luke? That is more or less what I believe. Right, but then you're saying that God is not God. It's actually just an alien civilization from another universe or another mm, but, okay. another but galaxy. God, yeah. So then it's not really God. It's a it's an alien. But it is God. It's just 
the perception of God that you'd have now believing that would be more of a oh that's what it meant like, no because once you found out it was aliens you would no longer call them God you'd call them what they call themselves so only if you what you that call is that yeah only if you talk to God I don't believe that you can talk to God no I'm saying well, if they're physical aliens that flew in spaceships here or even whatever even if they were from uh, multi-dimensional okay. aliens that came look, to look, this dimension look. and dropped us let's, off let's I'm trying to finish let me finish let me yeah, finish okay and they dropped us off, those aliens would call themselves something, right? Uh-oh. We might call Why? them God, but you would still be able to contact them because they're physical beings. Why? No. Not really. Yes. If, yes, they are. No. If, if, uh, if they flew us here in spaceships, let's... those spaceships are okay. physical spaceships. And yes. they have to be okay. flown but by what, something, what, what and those are physical beings. What if this magical mist I'm talking about? What if this ma- magical mist I'm talking about? can create humans. Uh, well, it's not, then it's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I just said is what we're going off of for zoo hypothesis. I was trying to get us over the hump back to zoo hypothesis, which is this but is I what believe, it's based off of. I, I believe that God, okay, I believe that Earth is a project and then we are failing it. Like Mr. Building. I, I believe that God can can see that uh, uh, what he has created on Earth doesn't work. I think he, he can sit sit, uh, sit sit wherever he uh, is and whatever he is and and look at Earth as a suha hypothesis, as an experiment almost. Mm. I think we should that do doesn't a piece on my what question, we think though. God is. Right, I'm, just, I'm saying. If if you're saying that it's a they're physical beings that brought us here, those fi- no 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 I believe that that God created us here. Right, that's not Earth. what I said though. What I said was, let's assume, mm. just so we can get into zoo hypothesis. This is what I was trying to do. Yeah. No, that right. the things that we associate with God over time, because of right. uh, what did you call it, uh, Tilly? The telephone game. What did you call it? Chinese whispers. Chinese whispers. Yeah. Through thousands and thousands, almost maybe even millions of years, we've come up with this concept of God to replace this idea of what is actually another civilization from another galaxy. Do you see what okay, I'm saying, from? And then yes, those believe- those beings okay. would be considered a god because we would they would be external from us, but they would also be aliens and physical beings. So in zoo hypothesis, the idea here is that. They would not be in contact this? with us because they uh, they are using, like Fro said, us as an experiment of some type. Uh, or there's other there's other actual uh, ideas in within zoo hypothesis uh, that don't necessarily this, um... mean uh, an experiment, but that they maybe dropped us off or whatever and let us do our thing. Yeah, do you want me to read this? Nothing thing to do with God. Wikipedia. Right. It's got, it says, the zoo hypothesis assumes first that a large number of alien cultures exist. The second, that these aliens have great reverence for independent natural evolution and development. In particular, assuming that intelligence is a physical process that acts to maximise the diversity of a system's accessible futures. 
don't know what that means. A fundamental motivation for the zoo hypothesis would be the premature contact. That premature contact would unintelligently reduce the overall diversity of paths of the universe could take itself. So that's the basic gist of it. The reason why we haven't they haven't seen us or we haven't seen them is because they they don't interfere like on Star Trek. But that is sure. that's, that that is more or less kind of describing God, because yeah. I, I only I, if I you, only if you're in the mindset that something like that can only be God. I'm saying but let's say related. let's say in the future, we come up with some hybrid being, we fly to another planet, we drop it off, we're humans, and then we come back and leave them there. Are we God? <sighs> I've just thought of a brilliant way for. No, to I mean, out. I'm just saying, are we God, or are we yes. humans? We'd We're be humans. God in that case. We... God, like, we... God, episode, episode, God to who? God to them. Episode of Red Dwarf. Dave Lister gets put into stasis for three million years. Wakes up he, when he went, got put into stasis. He had. But a we're cat. not gods. We're still humans. No, but they worshipped the cat people. Worshipped him while he was sure. in stasis. They didn't know. They worshipped him. They had wars and all these millions and millions of little cats. You don't need to yeah, go to a TV God. show for that. You can go to the Amazon when we would fly planes over and we would land. Aboriginal tribes would consider us gods. But that yeah. doesn't make us we gods. gods. We don't actually have magical oh, powers yes, to create human oh. beings. No. Uh, it it would not. defining God as. Yeah, it's really defined. No, I, if you're I, talking I, about God as in a one single God, as in the Christian version of God... No, that's not the case because we're a whole species agree. of human beings. So which one agree. of us, uh, which one of us humans is God? Or are we all, all the whole human species is God? And then it's another thing of a physical versus a non-physical. Because you're saying, Fro was saying earlier that it's not a physical thing. It's a mist or something like that. Like, there's no, you, it can only be one way or another. Or so. I don't agree. I I I I don't. Uh, so you're like, saying God is not a male uh, not a all powerful being, right? But he can create the whole universe and everything in it, right? Th those two things don't go together. <laughs> that, well, those two things would go together if they're an alien. Yeah, and then they wouldn't be God. They would be an alien society. It's fine if. It turns out that the god that created that he us considers turns god it turns out to be an alien. Can... If yeah. it turns out to is be this, an alien civilization, if it turns out to be an alien civilization, then it's not the god that you were thinking of. No, but it's... that you just have... everybody is, would everybody in the Christian world would have to go. Oh, actually, maybe we maybe that's what we think now. You'd have to change the way you think about it. Yeah, you see it what I'm saying? It's not the place. it's not the same. It'd make more sense. If that was the case, if you get what I mean, if somebody said, you know, turned up at church and said, "This is our creator. Here's Bob the alien. He created <laughs> us all those millions of years ago. He's the one that we've been worshiping. He's the one that's right. come back to the so is thing. so. Then you're this saying Bob, Bob, Bob is God. They, we, he would be perceived as God the same way as yeah. the queen is perceived right, as but he, the perceived, ruler of, but not God. Yeah. But it's all well. What is God? That's yeah. what I'm saying. In Christian, if you're a Christian and you believe in God, or you're a Muslim, or you're Catholic, or whatever, you believe in the one, the one God, and He's the one that created the universe. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the stars and the humans. In, so, on a cloud. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, that right. doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm okay. saying 
once you get to the point where you go where you where you're believing in that god and then aliens come down and say oh actually that was us you're no longer believing in the same thing you have to change that, the way you think oh, of yeah, it as uh, god then, then we then we agree so yes. then what you can is, no longer call it yes. god you call them whatever they're called they're but called I think they still be worshipped as god yes that it might be that it change again rick and morty giant yeah. heads everybody starts worshiping yeah. the giant heads they it, would yeah. worship them but they wouldn't worship them as god they would worship them as aliens no but they'd still have the same reverence you're, as god. this is yeah, also you're, this is all a semantic argument because what you're saying is, is oh we would still worship them so they're gods but that's not yeah. the case of course it's uh, you would uh, worship the them as an external force that no. you we're trying. You would see them. It would God, be. Would... It would be more like worshiping a celebrity than it would be worshiping worshiping a god. Oh no no no! Yes, no. because they're physical oh, no, beings no, no, no. that have faults. They have. Uh, they have, what if they a, have attributes uh, between that's, that's them. There's the not thing. just one single one you... of them that you can go. Oh, but... that was the guy who did it. Because it would be a whole civilization of aliens. So you can't but just you, point at one of them and go, that guy's God, because there would be hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, millions of them. I yeah, think but everybody look, would you convert. believe for some some strange reason they would have faults? What if they didn't, according to human understanding of the word faults? They, they have everything in Why? the universe has faults. Why? In this earth, okay. in this particular situation. Oh, yeah, no, everything, even earth. in other galaxies, nope. there are faults no. within planets. Stars fail, stars explode, that's a fault of a star. But, but the universe is infinite. Like, there's no end to the universe. What we don't actually know that. In well, the observable well, universe, there are seven sextillion stars. Right. Yeah, that's just what we can see with all of our gadgetry and everything. What? In the Milky Way, you... there's 200, Why don't... 200 billion. Yeah, and I'm saying that something could exist and not have faults. Yes. Why is that so... You know, I haven't weighed in on whether I believe that aliens exist or not. Right. <laughs> I never got my chance. But I do, I, I believe, I don't necessarily think that they've come here and abducted people or that they created everything or no. whatever i believe it's possible as mm -hmm. a lot of these theories that we've looked into are possible which is why so many people give them credence i think but yeah. i do i think it'd be really small-minded to think that we're the only life even if it's not intelligent you know it could evolve to be intelligent yeah and that's my maybe my my main problem with what Luke is saying. He, he believes that things that are, are in the universe can have faults. I believe that uh, there's... Uh, You're getting way off of my point. Every, okay. My whole point is you to define God, right, right? You have to define it as something. And right now within religious sects and society it is defined as something. If aliens came down and said it was actually us, that definition would change. Are, you can still worship them, but you're not going to worship them as the god that we're talking about when I say god. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. That's my point. And you're trying to make it as, as, though, as though I'm trying to say that it's not possible that uh, we would worship an alien civilization. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we oh, no, no, no. probably would. I'm just saying it wouldn't different. be God. Yes. 
but but I think I do think I I do think that our definition of God and what God is is too to to too totally different. I'm things. just going by the definition of what comes out of religion because I don't. That's where it is, and there is definitely a definition there. You can have your own definition if you want. If you don't believe in the definition out of the Bible or out of the Quran, you have then you. If you're not believing the definition of God out of the Bible, I don't know how you would call yourself a Christian. I think, but everybody uh, interprets things because slightly I believe in Christ. Right, but where did he come from? From God. Right. And in this theory, it, Christ would be an alien, and yes. not a, a a part of a third God being. Okay. So, so I, it's so again I a different. I'm I'm saying you can believe whatever you want to believe about God. That does not yeah. change the fact that if aliens came down and said we're God, it would change the definition of what God is. It, it doesn't change the fact. So I, I I don't know if I agree because I believe in in a way I believe that Jesus was an alien. Now you're just agreeing with me, Fro, <laughs> and you don't yeah, even realize it. I am agreeing uh, with you because I do I do think that's a possibility because uh, if you look into it like I think you're missing my point here do you get the point that if aliens came down we would have to change the definition of what God is <sighs> because at the minute God is an all-seeing power that watches over everything and you know, and and Genesis, all and he did yeah. all of Gen right, exactly. Right. And if they Basically, came down and said, actually, it was us. We we did all that, and it yeah. was first testament uh, would be ruined, and it'd have to be rewritten as exactly. real with Bob the alien and Jeff the alien, and okay. Fred so 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 let's let's say that we see this in in invisible force, as I call it, and it calls itself uh, George. I I agree that we have to rewrite the Bible as we see it. Uh, where uh, he her, his name is Scott and change it to George. Right. But I'm exactly. not sure. But if, again, I'm going to go back and say I'm not, you're I'm saying not it's sure an invisible being, an invisible being named George. How do you name something that is that's invisible? Oh. Uh, right. <laughs> it's the th wind? and then we're going back to my whole argument of is it a physical being or is it not? And then we're going to get way off track. So let's not do that. Yeah. What about the? Um... Fermi paradox. Yeah, Am I saying that, that right? Fermi? Yeah. yeah what I think I got... that's correct. Yay. I got a couple of little notes on it. That's where I got the um, numbers on how many things. Um, it's basically about the lack of evidence of any alien at all. Like we have no, we've not found anything, which under the probabilities is ridiculous because it's highly 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 improbable that we are the only life forms given the amount of potentially life holding planets or you know ones I've like got a good called. they've got a good little point by point here on the wikipedia it says there are billion stars in the in the galaxy that are similar to our sun many of which are billions of years older than earth uh with the high probability some of these stars will have earth-like planets if the Earth is typical, some might develop intelligent life. Some of these civilizations might develop interstellar travel, a step 
the Earth is investigating now. Even at a slow pace of current uh, envisioned interstellar travel, the Milky Way galaxy would be completely transversed in a few million years. Saying, if they were trying, if there was an intelligent force large enough that it would want to colonize the entire Milky Way galaxy, uh, what are the chances they haven't stopped by Earth yet? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... it's Which is what way. spurs on the zoo theory, because... Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're, uh, that, they're, that, they that, are there, also, but they're hiding. One of the things that I, uh, uh, I was thinking about when we were uh, talking, uh, looking into this, like, the definition of dinosaur, if you look into what dinosaur is, like we 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 don't really know what that that is other than that we we found bones of it. I believe in dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I know there's Christians out there that don't. But uh, could that be uh, 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 an alien type of of human beings that we have been uh, created uh, like? If that was, the are you first saying? Thing that are you saying that maybe dinosaurs were a first aliens? version of what aliens brought down, and they were like, and then yeah. that failed, and they're like, oh, let's try humans. Yeah, could that? Well, be, that's uh... you're making the assumption. There, there is uh, uh, even in, in the zoo of... hypothesis, there is an assumption that humans are somehow the top species of Earth. That yeah. we are maybe the most intelligent. We don't actually know that because we can't communicate yeah. with other animals. We, uh, we don't work as well together as ants do, and we're not as popular right. as ants, and we don't do as much as ants, and we don't work as hard as ants. I think ants are the winners on this planet. Sure. So I guess that kind of is a whole other thing, is like assuming that we're the most advanced uh, on the planet right now, I guess. But I think that just goes back to like humans have... Uh, a, we look at ourselves as... Uh, something maybe different than an alien would. We see ourselves as like the top dog, where they would just see us special. as they it, like a really high uh, alien civilization would just see us as ants, like you said. Yeah. They would see us right. as like they if they're flying interstellar, if they're flying galaxy to galaxy, or they're going through wormholes, or they or even jumping between dimensions, they would see us like as the most uncivilized, just. Uh, small creatures that mean nothing to them that like if they were walking down if we were walking down the street and there was a bug walking down the street the opposite way that would be like the ver- what's going on in the background here that would be like us to an alien of that stature yeah yeah so why would they stop it's not like no. we would stop and talk to the bug on the sidewalk yeah and that is what uh, like the paradox is kind of interesting when when we think about about uh, I I do think there's a lot of things that could be said in this discussion that we haven't said. One of the things that I was uh, thinking about, like uh, when you said uh, we as humans don't look at ants as as uh, uh, um, the same as us and things like that. I, I do think that that also has to do with respect for nature. That's one sure, of the things yeah. that I, I I I think is quite interesting. When when I talk to other Christians, it is like human beings, human beings, human beings, human beings. Yes, okay. 
human beings are destroying this earth. This mm -hmm. human beings are the only two, like, it's the only mammal on earth that created something terrible like the nu nuclear bomb. Who are we to say that God loves us especially? Because <laughs> we have a stupid black book. Yeah. Like, as a Christian, I get so irritated. When when people like said, well, uh, dogs don't go to heaven because they don't need a savior. Like, yes, because God created it that way. You silly goose. Who are right, you and, to? And God created all animals just for us to eat. Yeah. that's like a whole Christian idea. It's like the only reason so, animals are here is for us to eat them. Think about how self-centered that really is. Yeah, it's so self-centered. And, and it's one of the things that I really, really hate about Christianity. So when well, I mean, that doesn't just go with Christianity. You could say that about most of the uh, major religions, for sure. So. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But but uh, and and that's one of the things that I was thinking about. Like, I don't know who, what God is thinking, and I'm really happy that I don't. But I believe that. Yeah, you're not Dominique God, from Big Brother, so. <laughs> I'm not Dominique from Ring Brother, no. Uh, but if 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 I I I, I think of it uh, on a, more, a small scale, and I I want to uh, get this right when when Telly said it, it gets got me to thinking this. I believe that God, whatever He is, a created force or alien or whatever, I believe that when it says in the Bible He created the uh, ants, who knows? If ants are the only one that go in heaven, like who knows that? We know that, or we think we know that because we have a black book that told us that. Who knows if if if? Uh, and you're um, assuming there's a heaven to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. 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 But but what 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 if if heaven is only for ants? Like yeah, it's just a. A rubbish bin with loads of yeah. sticky sweet things all in it, all going all off. And, and when it comes to alien, uh, and it's kind of the same thing, like uh, with uh, alien so so uh, hypothesis. Like, who are we to think that aliens are so fucking interested in humans? Maybe they will, maybe they want to come here to visit our cats or dogs. Yeah. A dolphins! Oh, they come to visit as cats, dogs, and dolphins. Our Leela cat. She's an alien. Mm -hmm. Or cows, I guess, because cattle mutilation. Yeah. Cows are oh, cool, so like cows. Not mutilated. So that's the only thing I don't like with the zoo hypothesis is that it's really human centered. Mm -hmm. Right, again, zoo hypothesis, even though we've gone a whole lot into God, has nothing to do with religion in any way whatsoever but it is a place to start i guess but i guess another idea of why they wouldn't come here uh kind of related to the same thing is if let's say they were a civilization that advanced enough that they wanted to colonize the entire galaxy or multiple galaxies maybe considering how vast the galaxy is they just haven't gotten here yet Maybe we're one of yep. the last ones on the list because we're so in, yep. so inconsequential compared to everything else in the universe. Like, that mm -hmm. is another way of thinking about it. Um, 
I guess some people would argue, what if they already have colonized us and they're living among us right now? Kind of in, you know, the reptilian, uh, uh, the people of and Earth, the, the TV show version. Brazen. Right. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting. Okay, I let's love move it. on. I love the idea that they're leaving us as like a little, a bit like a wildlife sanctuary, when they just cordon off an area and you've, where, near where you live, and they're like, right, well, nobody can touch that now, just let the wildlife have it. I like that. Right, another idea would be that they are leaving us to be, to build up our civilization till we get to a certain uh, level of technology, and maybe they'll come down and greet us then to kind of go, oh, you're kind of get, getting close to our level, or yeah. maybe we'll get to that level and they'll just instantly destroy the whole Earth because they're like, you're now a threat to us. Those are two yeah, other don't let humans options. Get that powerful. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, what do you think? Uh, uh, what is your thoughts on this Sue hypothesis, Adela? I do you think love it's this a thing? hypothesis. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's a thing. I don't think that we are a zoo and the aliens come to visit and see us and look at us and stuff. I could believe that they're avoiding us. Very <laughs> much so. And I could believe that, you know, that if there is something out there, you know, it's, it's not been found because it doesn't want to be found, especially not at the minute, because if you looked from outside at the world, at the human race and what they've done, you wouldn't want to go anywhere near it. Not if you were a Right, and a hugely advanced civilization, right. Yeah. Here's another idea. Some humans don't want to go near any other humans. Here's another idea. What if throughout the entire universe, civilizations just like ours grow, and there is a a threshold of every civilization on every planet that's able to, you know, actually contain life. What if there's a threshold where every civilization gets to this point where maybe we're even close to, that they get to this point and it destroys that civilization. And that's just been going on throughout the universe for eight millennia. Those civilizations would have never gotten advanced enough to even come see us before they were wiped out. There's another idea. Yep, I'd agree with that one as well. That one's very, very logical and odd. Because, you know, the, I, I believe that there is definitely life out there. And I'm not saying that it's a green spaceman in a... Um, spaceship I think it could just be an amoeba somewhere we because we started from sure well I mean um, we found uh, traces of amoeba on Mars in rocks and things so yeah Yeah. so if we find you know somewhere that's just started and they're still alive and things then you know it's still life it's still we're not the only things but then again humans think that we're the only things on the bloody earth let alone in the universe right mostly Animals, no, we're more important. I mean, there's a whole, we've talked about it before, there's a whole group of humans that just believe space isn't real. That it's not an actual thing, that we're all living in a hologram, that the sun Mm. and the moon just are holographic images created by some greater being. Which I guess that would kind of go within this zoo hypothesis, would be that whole concept of like, what do we call moon matrix theory? Would be, that would be a version of this where they've, aliens have created this, uh, bubble that we live in that we call the Earth and this space we call space is actually just a holographic imaging thing outside of us and they're watching us all the time. That's a whole other idea, but yeah. 
That's quite Truman yeah, Show. Yeah, I, uh, I too don't really believe in pseudo-hypothesis. Uh, I think it's a really interesting theory. Uh, I do think that if pseudo-hypothesis was real, what if, hey, here I'm going to throw one last religion thing out of, <laughs> on, on the board, just for the fun of it. What if Jesus Christ was a test, and we failed it totally by killing him? Ooh. Yeah, I could uh, that. Didn't he say he knew he was gonna die, and that it was all a plan? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. Just all right. Just yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if one of your friends said that you knew he was gonna die, I think you'd try and stop that happening. <laughs> Even if he said, "No, no, I want. It's fine. It's gonna." No, happen. no, no. It's okay. I'm going to burn, uh, uh, take all your sins on my shoulder and be, yeah. No, but uh, uh, look, what is your uh, thoughts about Sue hypothesis? I mean, besides what we said, I'm, uh, the whole concept is interesting in a way that it explains something that can't be explained, um, but in an, uh, itself cannot be explained as right. being true. So it, it's an it's a explanation of something that can't be explained by coming up with a theory that can't be explained. Um, so it's a bit of cir circular logic, if you get what I'm trying to say there. Uh, but at the same time, it fills a void of why we... the re like It fills a void in reasoning as to why we haven't been contacted that I don't... Th I don't know of any other theory that fills this void uh, at all. So I think in that way, it's all by itself as uh, something to explain a phenomena that is unexplained so far. So, yeah. Phenomena. Do, 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 do. <laughs> phenomena. Yes. Do, 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 do. Have you seen the movie this week, Luke? Uh, yeah, well, I, I watched a bunch of Mystery Science Theater, the new one, because I kind of stopped for a while after, I don't know, episode five. Uh, so I watched, like, four of them this week, just because I binged, like, two or three of them one day and then watched another the other, another day. Uh, I saw episode six was called Star Crash, which was just, like, a bad sci-fi movie, like, a really bad one that was ripping off of Star Wars completely. Uh... The Land Time Forgot, which was kind of a sci-fi type thing uh, based in World War II. Uh, the Love of Hercules was episode 8, where it's this bad Hercules movie that is based off of, obviously, uh, the Hercules story, but it's just a really horribly put-together film. And then a, a kaiju movie from South Korea called Yongari was episode 9. And that one was actually pretty hilarious. If, if you're going to go out and watch one of these so far that I've seen, I would recommend Episode 9, Yongari, because it's yeah, I, probably one of the funniest ones. I mean, uh, and then one of the things that I saw this week on YouTube, which I tried to find what the hell this was actually called, but I believe it must have been like a TV uh, documentary, but I found it on YouTube. It was a 9-11 a uh, documentary about the Howard Stern show. Uh, with all the people from the Howard Stern Show uh, yeah. who were broadcasting while it was happening. So it was kind of, it was a documentary. They would they had the footage of the show as the towers are going down and everything. And then they have 
interviews with all the different people that were on the show or, you know, the production people uh, talking about it, you know, years later saying, oh, uh, yeah, this is how we were feeling. This is uh, what was going through our minds at the time. It was very interesting. And I'd never really heard that uh, Howard Stern show before. And they say a lot of things on there that are like, what the hell? How did they talk? They're talking about Osama bin Laden on there on the day it was happening and talking about mm-hmm. all these different oh, really? things that had never come up oh, before. Yeah. But all of a sudden, Howard Stern and these people knew all about it. It was very, very strange and very interesting doc. I don't know if you just look up like Howard Stern 9-11 doc documentary on YouTube, you'll probably find it. So, Yeah, watch it. It's really good. Uh, I want to thank Jeremy because I have uh, access to his Slack server. Uh, so thankfully for him, I've seen my first Abbott and Costello movie. I've never seen Abbott and Costello before, and I, I saw. I Sorry. I don't think I have either. It's really funny. It's uh, it's uh, it's really slapstick. old. Yeah, black and white yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I saw uh, Abbott and Costello meets Frankenstein. Then I saw Abbott and Costello meet the killer with Boris Karloff. Oh, okay. So that was fun. Uh, then I uh, also thank for uh, for for Jeremy. For Jeremy has a lot of uh, cool things in his uh, Flex server. Uh, I uh, I uh, for first I saw. Uh, uh, Garth Brooks uh, um, concert, so that was fun. I never ever listened to Garth Brooks uh, like from uh, in my personal life. Then I saw the Goonies again, and I haven't seen that for many years, and I am kind of regretting that I saw the Goonies. Oh, why are you regretting it? Because it wasn't as good as I remember. No, oh, really? I've seen it, it pretty recently, and it stood up for me, but I mm-hmm. guess that was just me. Did you see, did the version you have have the uh, octopus or not have the octopus? Uh, don't remember. Okay. Yes. I think it had. Okay. I think it had, yeah. Octopus photo, octopus list. Have you, for one miracle, seen a mirror this week? Sort of. Sort of. Or last week, I guess, since you weren't here last week, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, or last week. Well, I watched a movie-length documentary about Princess Diana. um, With William and Harry talking about it. It focuses on them following them. And it's the first time they've spoken. Me too, loads. I remember the day she died. I'd woken up. Well, I woke up. We'd been out the day before. Been to a... uh, kids tv show like big thing at an arena that had loads of stuff going on it was all really fun and then woke up the next day with my friend that had stopped round and first thing in the morning princess diana's died she couldn't believe it she was what 36 um and yeah harry and william william was like 15 and harry was really young yeah and yeah they they talk openly and candidly about everything and about oh, what she was Oh, okay. Yeah, I did hear about this. This is where the interview with Harry, where it was the first time he talked about it, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's not spoken, and he's not, Harry hasn't grieved yet. He's, uh, oh, he acknowledges really? on camera, he says, I've still, he's like, yeah. the funeral, they talk about the funeral, and he says they oh. were, as 
the coffin was being taken into the cathedral, obviously there's thousands of people everywhere crying, and the boys weren't emotional. They couldn't. They were like, "How do all these people that didn't even know her? How do they feel that strongly? Like mm. something that we're not feeling?" And he said that he only cried when they were actually at the burial on the island that she's buried on. It's her own private island. Um, he said he cried then, and that was the last time he cried about mm. it. And he was what was he? Something like eight or nine. Eight or nine, yeah. So he says he acknowledges like there's there's still a lot of grief to surface and come out. Right. But this is a good start. Then they talked about. Uh, then they talked about this last conversation they had with him, with her, and oh, so good. I cried a lot during that documentary. It's a definite <laughs> like lump in your throat. You can't breathe oh, through it. So. It's, so but it's lovely because there's like the things like um, Elton John's in it, Rihanna's in it. Yeah. Um, there's lots of people that were like, there's there was her, is it Lady in Waiting? Yeah, there was her Lady in Waiting, mm-hmm. um, from when she was married to Prince Charles. Um, there was her brother that talks about her and you know what she was like growing up. There's old little family videos of when she was growing up as a child, and um, the boys find a photo album that I don't think Harry's ever seen it. William brings it out, mm-hmm. and it's. It's really lovely. It was I mean, really it's nice. really sad, but it's just, it's nice, and it's nice that she still gets the recognition for the work that she did do. In the short amount of time, really, that she was here, yeah. she did so much for um, AIDS awareness, for um, getting rid of the landmines in Bosnia and Herzegovina, um, yeah. looking after homeless people. She... She was ace. She was a wasn't a typical royal. Oh, definitely not. Well, we are going to talk about what I saw in the movies last night. Dunkirk. Okay. Oil spill or something happening here? What has happened to colossal? Oh no. Okay. Disaster. Never mind. No, that's, that's men's. I've got to be honest. I really don't do war films. No, I've never, I've never been a fan myself. They're too. War's too horrific. I don't want to be entertained by it. It doesn't entertain me. I, I, I don't even consider. I don't even think of that. I just think it's. I just think it's been overdone as a premise, and it's like every. Every movie like this, I go, oh, it, more Private Ryan. Is this Private Ryan part mm. number three hundred and seven? I do like the. Cl- uh, the costume that they have here looks very yeah. time period esque. The vest and everything. There's a lot of people having a go about the um, historical continuity and things, and lots of little touches that they've got completely wrong in this. Oh, okay. Online. Just silly little and of things. Of course, but, this movie is racist. <laughs> I heard that everything as well. was racist yeah. in World War II. I was going to say, it's yeah, World War II racist. was racist. Although, oddly, we had a lot of different races fighting with us. Because we had, the um, English army had the uh, Indian, because we were still, sure. still linked. Yeah, but get you guys um, but see how they never put that country still. a long time ago and took them over? Like, yeah. They're happy now, though. They, they still like us. No, they just like cricket. That's the only reason they stay. Uh, 
Yeah, this looks like your standard typical war movie to me. And they put Harry Styles well, in it. I am going to talk about that really soon. If it is your standard war movie. Well, if it has one direction, then maybe. Do they start singing in the middle of it? <laughs> oh, that would be awful. There's not many planes as well. I don't know if you picked up on that, Frozen, but there was a lot of chatter about... There was, like, three German planes and four or seven British planes, and that was all sure. they had in all of the sky things, and they, it wasn't like that. There was loads, and you'd have mid-air crashes and... But that was all they could get a hold of that actually flew to, like, film it, very possibly? Uh, CGI? You could make one look like seven. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so okay, Dunkirk. All about? In May 1940, Sorry, Germany ass. advanced... Uh, Hello? Fro? Hello, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, you were just talking over me. <laughs> um, okay. In May 1940, German advanced... Uh, Germany advanced into France, trapping Allied troops on the beaches of Dunkirk. Under air and ground cover from British and French forces, troops were slowly and methodically evacuated from the beach using every serviceable n naval and civilian vessel that could be found. So uh, this is obviously a rescue mission movie. Uh, got It's a true story. Right, right obviously. Uh, <laughs> this got 92% on Rotten Tomatoes is what I'm seeing, and... 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Yep. Shall I start? Oh, Tilly! Yes. Yay! I found a uh, review on Rotten Tomatoes by Dave B. With a very cool uh, photo. He's mm -hmm. got, gave it one star, and he says, Dull Kirk is a seriously flawed movie. <laughs> Continuity issues, turgid acting, and plot holes are plenty. And throw in an epically phony ending that was that has Tom Hardy make a flawless airplane landing on a pristine beach that should be absolutely littered with the debris from an evacuated army. Bath. What a waste. So thanks, Dave B, for that. Luke. I got some similar stuff, I guess. Um, let's see, which one do I want to pick here? Uh, Tammy Taylor from the Facebook. Uh... This had actually a pretty good Facebook presence. There were lots of people talking about this. Uh, Tammy Taylor says, Don't waste your money. There is no tactical plot to rescue. No discussion of strategy. Only loud background music and little dialogue. This filmmaker did not understand his audience. Special effects to wow the young and multiple drowning or near near drowning scenes. Uh, not, hacksaw, not a hacksaw ridge where you saw his heart change and a man develop. Uh, and then I guess I'll, uh, I got a good one here. Paul Lev Levitt says, Wow, what a movie. It gets you into the action from the get-go and doesn't let go. Uh, I used to be a movie critic at my high school newspaper, and I probably would have given this a, on a scale of 1 out of 10 and 11. So we yeah. got to trust him. He was on his high school newspaper movie critic, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is reputable. What did he do? Get too many detentions or something? From got kicked out. Sounds like he's still at school. <laughs> he's probably like uh, forty-five, and he's just. <laughs> is he the forty-five or fifteen? One or the other. So I 
saw this movie yesterday. Uh, it will probably be in my top 10 movies of the year. I think it's one of the best war movies I've seen. Uh, I I don't especially like war movies. I, I didn't like Saving uh, Bright Ryan. Uh, I've I'm, never I'm, seen it. Seen bits of it, but never seen it all the way through. I really don't care about it. Uh, Same as that one with uh, David. It's a standard war movie. Like, there's just standard war movies, and this looks just like every other standard war movie. And I would say Saving Private Ryan was also just a standard war movie. And the one problem I have with all these movies is that they try to uh, normalize and also glorify war, which I think is automatically a bad thing. But go ahead, Fro. But I didn't think this movie did that, uh, and I'm happy it didn't. Uh, I think one of the things that I liked best about it is the lack of di- dialogue in it, because uh, I-, I think that fits with uh, what uh, uh, Norton was going for. Uh, Norton? Why did I say Norton? I do not anyway. know. Um, but uh, there, there's there's something about Dunkirk uh, that isn't really explainable because of the lack of uh, dialogue. I I I would say uh, that Nolan uh, has done something really like genius with this movie that it's actually showing the bad sides of the war and kind of letting uh, the movie being as short as it is because it's one hour and 46 minutes but it's action packed from the start Uh, I would rate this movie uh, 9.5 out of 10 Wow! I really liked it but I can see why people like you two would not like it, but I like mm. it. I think it's just because I'm so like war upsets me so much. It deeply, deeply upsets me. Me too. And I just can't. I can't enjoy watching anything about it. Like I remember when um, Call of Duty first came out. Not Call of Duty. Was it Medal of Honor? The one where it was actually like historic events than you were fighting in like the first world war or second world war or something right battlefront that one the one that didn't give any money to to the troops or anything yeah um i i can't stand it when it first came out i really i was like petitioning or signing petitions against it because you shouldn't be making money out of that like Mm. that's horrific and to then make it into an entertaining game for people to play and you get lads the same age as the lads that were sent over there to their deaths, playing on it, and it's just, it's so disrespectful in my eyes. Mm. So disrespectful, and why why play at war? I think the other thing yeah. about it is it's just so easy of a premise to go, yeah. oh, let's make a war movie. And then we'll just pick a random battle and make a movie about it, and I feel like it's been done forever you know what i mean since the mm-hmm. 50s since the 40s they've been making movies like this and it's just in my mind it's a premise that's been so over uh overdone that 
I don't see any reason to see any other more movie like this ever again because they're all there is a formula in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. The only war movie I would recommend in the world, and this would, I never thought I'd be able to recommend a war movie. Um, it's called All the Queen's Men. Oh, good one. Or all, all the King, yeah, All the Queen's Men. Um, yeah. With Eddie Izzard, Matt LeBlanc, and a couple yep. of older English actors whose names I should know. Um, that is absolutely brilliant, and it's from a completely different angle because they're being sent over, and they've got to dress as women because everybody, all the men in Germany, have been sent to war, and they're trying right. to find the Enigma machine. So they have to go. I mean, um, I'm just talking about really these funny. standard war movies, like, like this. Yeah. One. Yeah. I was no, more saying, saying that. that. Yeah. There's there is one out there that isn't like that. It's it reminds like Sansa in, Iwo, Iwo Jima, like that movie. It just like after that they made all these movies that were very similar, and that was forever ago. But there's, I mean, I liked uh, War Machine that I talked about last week, I believe, and then I saw like. I think I saw most of it this week. I didn't even remember to write it on my list, but King of Hearts, which is a really old movie about mm. uh, about the about World War Two, where mm. these uh, an insane asylum takes over a, ta- a French town after it gets mm-hmm. blown up. It's a very good movie. Oh wow! So what was that called? That actually sounds King of Hearts. But an insane asylum. It, it's a French. It's a French film, so it's in. It's got subtitles and whatnot, but it's very good. Oh, uh, I prefer that. It's really good. I don't know okay. why, but. Let's uh, talk about sh- shit. Uh, let's talk about Battleground. We can go through uh, this really quick because I don't barely remember any of it happening because me and Fro were just talking about other stuff the whole time we were trying to watch this. I wonder why. I only watched the first this, half and didn't predict anything. This is one of the worst reviews of the year. One of I, them. Uh, I think a lot of people are saying it is, and I don't necessarily agree with that. There's been a couple that I think they're on this level, but what do you think? Yeah, but they're, is... they're very good at bad pay-per-views. That but is their this forte. is so bad, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going to be a little angry because uh, I, 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 I need to work on my anger problems and I, I, I need to get it out. <laughs> but the battleground annoyed the shit out of me. Like, there, there wasn't any good wrestling. And there was so many stupid matches. And and the matches that okay, we thought were going to be good were not as good as we thought they were going to be. Yes. And the main event of the night was most, the worst thing in, in history. Like, I, I don't know I, about I, that. I, I fucking hated that, that cage fucking thing. All right, let's get into this and we'll talk about it. Uh, Make sure I got me in. I wrote down the thing. So, uh, Aiden English defeated Ty Dillinger. Uh, Oh, I didn't know he was on there. It was on the pre-show. Yeah. So if you didn't see the pre-show, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Aiden English defeated. uh, Fro got a point there. New Day beat the Usos to get the tag team championships. I got a point there. Yep. Um... Nakamura defeated Baron Corbin uh, by DQ. Uh, who got yep. a point there? Oh, we both me, we both picked Nakamura, so we both got a yep. point there. Uh, Natalia defeated Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Lana, and Tamina for the uh, for the number one contendership to the women's championship yep. on SmackDown. None of us got a point there because nobody thought Natalia would win. Because why? And I guess this is a good place mm-hmm. to point out. 
me and Fro, we make our bets. We do these on Wednesday. And then usually on Sunday, right before the pay-per-view, maybe during the pre-show, me and Fro will go check out what the betting odds are from England or wherever the betting yeah. odds come from. And we looked and, at him uh, and we went, these seem wrong. <laughs> yeah. And throughout the night, it turned out most of them were the exact opposite. So it looks like somebody may have leaked the opposite information to the betting sites to screw with them, which I thought was interesting. But next we had Kevin mm-hmm. Owens defeating AJ Styles in a U.S. championship match. Um, mm-hmm. We both had AJ, so we got no points there. Xena uh, defeated Rusev in a flag match. Do we want to talk about this at all? Well, it was a little convoluted, and yes, it was a little stupid, so... They... Okay, this is my biggest problem with it. On SmackDown, John Zena was like... They even played this in the video package for the match. It said, John mm-hmm. Zena's like, let's have ourselves an old-fashioned flag match. He used the word yeah. old-fashioned flag match, and then this yeah. flag match was different than any yeah. other flag match that's ever existed. Yeah. Because they did, generally you get the flag down from the pole and you win. But they had to go up the ramp and like put it on this pedestal thing and there was like some stairs. And it didn't make any sense because you could have just put the flag in the pedestal without walking up the little set of stairs. But for some reason he decided he wanted to walk up the stairs to put it in there. And then it was like, you know, they could have just run down the ramp, put the flag in there. But they were like acting like they had to crawl, like they had been... I don't know, blown up by a, a grenade or something the whole time? It was yeah. ridiculous. Alright, next... Uh, right, totally. And at one point, was it... Uh, who was it? One of the commentators was like, Xena's uh, crawling across the ground, and they're like, look at him climb yeah. over towards the flag. Yeah. And I'm like, we yeah. both just made fun of it the whole match. <laughs> we're like, look at him climbing up the ramp. Yep. Um... Okay, next, Sami Zayn defeated Mike Kanellis. We did not predict this because we didn't think this was going to happen. Uh, and then the final match, Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton in the Pujan B Prison mm-hmm. match for the WWE Championship. Ooh. And yeah, this I match... Seen the last three, I think. Fro, what did you think of this match? Horrendous. Horrible. Atrocious. Uh... Was it a Punjabi prison match? Yeah. 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 Right, and I I had mentioned to Fro, I don't know, a few weeks ago that I remembered the rules of this match, which nobody else seemed to remember until SmackDown when they talked mm-hmm. about it, but they're like, you have to open the door, and then there's 60-second rule, and I was like, what happens if they open all four doors and they all close? Are they just stuck in there, and they have to live <laughs> in there, or is it like, okay, match over, match over, we're done. Uh... Like, And then the biggest problem with this match was the part where one of the Singh brothers... They were. Uh, they got into. They were in the cage. They, okay. Two problems. They were hiding under the ring. They were hiding under the ring. <laughs> so they get out into the second cage, and one of the Singh brothers then climbs through the cage because the holes in the yep. cage are big enough for a human being to fit through. Yeah. What? So number yep. one, why did they have to hide under the ring? Because they could have just walked through the cage. They could have come yeah. from the back. So no reason to hide under the ring. Second thing, yeah. why didn't Randy or- Orton or Jinder Mahal just climb through the cage instead of climbing over the top of it? Right. Doesn't make any sense. So it totally broke the whole match when the guy did that. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, I got two out of uh, out of eight. I guess out of seven, technically. And Fro got uh, three. So Fro won this week. Yay, yeah. Fro! 
Yay me! So I get to decide what we are doing next week. Uh, it's going to be a really fun topic. Uh, I talked about it uh, uh, sometimes. I said, ah, we should do a list over the top shows we everybody hates, but we love, and everybody loves, but we hate. So that is what we are doing next week. Top five shows that everybody loves, but we hate, and everybody lo hates, but we love. Give a show. Okay. Have we done this before on the show? We've done the Have worst. Uh, uh, I'd have to look, but we'll go with sure that right we now. Sure, the worst, Telly. But yeah, this is top five ones that we love and top five that they love. Yes, that we hate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've got plenty. <laughs> plenty of those yep. ones and plenty of the others, to be fair. Yeah, You asked Dick about my taste in telly. He hates it. Yeah. Uh, I can uh, give a... Uh, like, for example, uh, every time uh, people say uh, I have bad taste in TV, I say, yes, I do. I love Hannah Montana. Oh, I do. Yes, I do. I love Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> Jeremy Kyle, Judge Rinder. Yes, Luke does. He likes uh, that uh, car uh, show where they... Top Gear? No. Or is it a new one? Where they're racist. Racing. Where they're racist. Though. They may actually yeah, be racist, racist as well. Because racing! If you've seen racing. the show, they may also be racist. But, um... Uh, but, yeah. Uh... I would... I don't know if that... Uh, I don't know if that'll end up on my list. We'll see what happens. Maybe. Yeah. That's a cool list. So, it's going to be, uh, ten. Max. That's cool. Cool beans. But uh, we had a really fun week with Big Brother. What a oh really God. fantastic week. Put me through week. so much. But it, it was so good, though. Yeah, I mean, I there know, was just I've a lot going on. I've never made cry before. Mm. I've never but, yeah, been so next, shocked. Next to last see, uh, episode of uh, Big Brother. Or yeah. next uh, like last episode of us doing Big Brother, but yeah. yeah. Next week, I guess there's today, and then Thursday and Friday, and Friday's the finale, so. And then after this, yep. we will be doing the guest book, which I guess we'll, we should go, we'll go into a little bit uh, right now that I'm thinking about it, what it's all about, but uh, it's a TV show on TBS, I think I said that, and it's based off of... <laughs> yes. And I said, I, I was sure <laughs> looks at T. <laughs> uh... uh, uh... What did I say? I was sure it was uh, that broadcasting system that shows everything. Oh, PBS. PBS. Right. Yeah, PBS. I was That's like, what they changed what? it to on the um, subtitles on the YouTube thing. Ah. It says, ah, no, on funny. PBS. And it's, like, no. PBS? it's really yeah. funny because it's uh, the, per the per people who produced it are CBS Television Studios. So mm -hmm. TBS, CBS, and PBS all like confusing you all at once. But... Uh, this is based on the writer, uh, he had a habit in his real life of writing fake guestbook entries while on vacation, and so he took these fake guestbook entries that he had made, and he made episodes of television out of, 
out of them. And so this is all based around some rental cottages, and it's the stories of people that come to these rental cottages. So each episode will be a little different, but some of the characters will uh, travel through the show. So it should be interesting. A lot of really good people in it that... Uh, a lot of really good guest stars, I guess is a good way to put it. So, yeah, that will be next week. But this week... I'm very excited. Let's see, where are we at? Day 37, episode 38 of Big Brother. Um, wow, we're going this far back? Is this correct? Am I in the right spot? No, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, that seems really strange. A long time ago. Right. So, the first thing we had is that they enter the Big Brother house. Was it that far back? <laughs> Here we go. Day 44, episode 45. Uh, Sam and Ellie... I was just on the wrong page. Because I was uh, looking at our predictions. Because those were on last week's sheet of mine. So I was looking at the wrong uh, one. But Sam and Ellie wake up in the extra bedroom. Like, last week, the last thing we got was them going into the extra bedroom, just like Chanel. And they wake up in there, but they... Like years ago. But they didn't... They obviously didn't sleep with each other they were sleeping back to back last time we saw them the mm -hmm. housemates are in the middle of the steal task still where oh, somebody's gonna yeah, steal just, some money yeah just two seconds if you want to say see sex in the big brother house you're no, the wrong big brother i don't want to because see that and when they are having a lot of sex in the american big brother oh i don't like it i really don't i think i just a no. lot of Makes me feel Where are you seeing when... this from? It's not in the episodes. You must be on the live streams or something. Yeah, you told me about it. Right. I was going to say, like, I saw one thing of it, but there are, like, three different um, couples in the house already. Like, instantaneously in Big Brother yep. US, there were instantly three couples. <laughs> and, yeah, they, uh, from what I've heard, and the one thing I saw, there, there's been a lot of sex on the live streams. Not They haven't showed it in the show, but, yeah. You'd have to go to the like live streams to see one. that. The thing about US is the live streams are going 24-7. I don't believe that's how it is in the British one, but I could be wrong. No, it was for the first, like, ten years of them doing it. Right, okay. You press the red button on your TV remote and you just watch the live thing. And every you have now to and pay again, for it from cbs.com here, but, uh, yeah. But Canada got, is free. Um, cable. If yeah, you cable Canada TV, you can get it. Yeah, oh, you paid for this? Who are you talking to? You. Paid for what? To watch the American one? You have to go to CBS.com to pay to see the live streams. Um, yes. How much was it? I didn't I didn't pay for it. Um oh. where are we? This is we're gonna be this is gonna be a super long show, I can already tell. Yeah, Sam and Ellie were waking up and having yeah, sorry. That's our <laughs> breakfast one day. I wrote down here, sometimes I cannot understand people because they have such thick accents or they're, like, specifically uh, Andrew and Tom. Because Tom's got that really thick Welsh yeah. accent yeah. and Andrew's got that very... Uh, Scottish. Is it Scottish? I wanted yeah. to say... It seems... Yeah, okay. It seems like a, like a very different kind of Scottish accent, though. Like, I was trying to... Hmm. All right. Well, are you imagining Glaswegian? Sure, maybe. I don't know. Because that's very different to 
there's there's lots of different sort of Scottish accents. Like there's loads of different English ones. It's the same in Scotland. In in the Highlands, right. they won't speak the same dialect as in Glasgow. Same with Glasgow to Edinburgh. That's probably what it is then. Okay, yeah. Because he able to understand people from Edinburgh a lot more than somebody from Glasgow. There you go. Yeah, because he he's him and Tom are the two that I have most most problems uh, just because I'm not used to hearing those kind of accents. Sometimes mm. words will get lost uh, in translation a little bit. But here we get uh, our scores. Gold team has 10,510. Black team has 8,390 pounds. We find out. We found out last week that the gold team is going to get a chance to steal the money. Of course, minus Kieran because he got kicked out of this task um, last episode. We find out though if they do take the money, they have to evict somebody from the house like autumn right away. So uh, if they don't take the money, if nobody from the gold team takes the money, the money will just be gone forever. It won't even go back into the prize pot for the person who wins the entire show. So, I thought that was interesting. Like, it made it so... it There was no reason not to hit the button. Because it's not like yeah. you were going to be able to win it later. It's just going to be... Nobody's going to be able to win it later. It's going to disappear. So, the total is 18,900. Uh, we get the... We get this... Uh, this is where the gold team goes in, and they have to... The first person to hit the button... They all have a button in front of them. The first person to hit the button will get the money... But this is where they find out that somebody's going to have to be kicked out and the person who gets the money is going to have to kick them out. And Andrew ends up hitting the button. Him and Hannah are the only ones that really go for the button. And Andrew mm -hmm. gets there first. Of course, Although Andrew... Hannah got there first, but the buzzer hadn't gone off yet. And then the buzzer went so they could press it and Andrew got in there first. The second oh, time. okay. I didn't, I didn't even notice them, that. They say like, it's in three, two, one, and they both, Hannah goes first, Andrew sees her going, and he goes, and then the buzzer goes, and Andrew presses it again. But she red-lighted. Okay. Um, right, and Andrew wins here, so, uh, but I realized, wait, Andrew is one of the people that was up for the 15,000 pounds. I always want to say dollars, but uh, Andrew uh, evicts Sam. Because Sam is the only other person left in the house that can win this $15,000, and the person to last longest in the house wins it. So, uh, since Andrew evicted Sam, he wins the $15,000 plus the $18,900 with a total of three, $33,900. So, basically, $34,000. But the whole rest of the week, they keep saying thirty-three, Even though $33,900, would not you round it up in your head automatically to thirty-four? Whatever. Yeah. I, it's yeah, stupid. but you don't want to you know, like bank on it. And right, and then you're just... Especially if you're Sam. It's just going to make you feel worse if you say 34, yeah. I guess. But this showed, this did show that Andrew's got more of a brain than I thought he did. Right. You know, with he, the actual thinking He actually about thought it, about it, and, oh, it no. and Sam, did, it didn't even cross his mind. But yeah. he might have just got lucky, because there really was a short window of time where they had to think about what their plan was here. So... Um... I think Sam and Andrew had the most reason to do it because neither of them was going to have a chance to go all the way to the end. So what's the reason of not taking this money, I guess? Yeah. Andrew feels guilty um, of you kicking should. Sam out, uh, but he talks about giving Sam some of the money, and uh, Hannah is in there like, you're, no, you're not. 
You're not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. You say that, I but you're not going to do that. that. Uh, we find out that Sam is going to, even though he's kicked out, he's going to stay in the house till Friday when eviction happens, um, and then he'll leave. I, yeah, I have a question. Do you think they did that because it was Sam? Because they kind of did it, like, afterwards. I think it, they did it because it was Sam. If it was anybody else, I think they would probably get him out. Because they wanted Sam there because of Evelyn. Uh, it's possibility, but I, I think... Uh, it. I think generally having more people in the house is more entertaining television. So I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they left him in just for that reason as well. And having him in there as a dead man walking could potentially cause the arguments and stuff with Andrew, which would right. then be entertaining. Right. He's Plus, stay there and be like, well, you've, you're you the one that's kicked me out of this, and it's only you, and you've got all this money now. Yeah. Right. Plus the Ellie thing. So all those things probably combined is why they did it, or who knows, maybe they had already planned on because it. Because it was, it was such a big apropos. Because they did like, after. Oh, and you don't have to leave before. Friday. Yeah, he's the only one that got served some notice of yeah. eviction. So, uh, we get a truth or dare again. Ellie gets jealous of Isabel again, because Ellie's just jealous Ellie. And oh, Sam and her man. talk it out. She's jelly. And yeah. Raph says he doesn't jelly. trust Andrew anymore after Andrew took that money, because... Andrew had told him he wouldn't take the money, and Andrew did it anyways. Um, But Raph and Andrew have never really been the best of friends. Like, I think Raph thinks... uh, I think Andrew thinks Raph is a better friend to him than Raph thinks Andrew is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Raph has always kind of been standoffish. Um, Even more so now. And, of course... I I never liked Raph. No, sorry. (laughs) I liked Raph. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. I was right. to say, uh, so I I don't care. And Sam says he's upset because Andrew hasn't talked to him or like said, "Hey, sorry about have, kicking you out," or "Sorry about taking the money." Andrew hasn't even come up to him or said anything to him. But really, you know, Sam's upset because he didn't get the money. That's the real reason he's upset. But he's masking it by saying to people, "Oh, if he would have just come up to me and said, oh, th- sorry about that,' then I would have been." all peachy keen. No, I don't think so. You still would have been upset you lost $34,000. Yeah. yeah it's easier to jump on the principle, though, isn't it? Exactly. So, next day, day 45, episode 46, Andrew is still basically in shock that he won this 34 ground. It still has set into him that, like, this has happened. Mm. Uh, and Sam is rationalizing with Ellie that, oh, I didn't hit the button because of this, or... I didn't, I didn't think it would be right to everybody else. He, he's rationalizing in his head, like, oh, this is the reason I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he calls himself stupid as well, doesn't he? He's just saying, I'm just, I'm just so thick. So stupid. I mean, he, des- he deserves the money more than Andrew does, so he should actually take it. Uh, he just wasn't smart enough. Like I said, there was a small window of time to think about your strategy here, and Andrew was oh, thought of the strategy of getting Sam out before Sam did. But also, Andrew even said, late, not in this episode, but later, that he, he in his mind, he was like, well, if I don't do it, he might do the exact same thing to me. So, yeah. uh, and Andrew wanted to stay in the house anyways, because he wanted the full experience. So he's got multiple reasons for hitting the button. So I don't, I don't necessarily put it, take it uh, as a bad thing for Andrew to do that. No, but that's and it's me. a game. It is a Big game. Big Brother's a game. 
They always say it's not when they're in there and they're trying to live everything. They're trying to live their lives as normal as they can in there. But that's not real life. I think that's a lot not... of the reason they say, like, oh, uh, I don't play games or I'm just in here, I'm not in here because of the money, that more has to do with the public perception of them. They, If yeah. you're just saying, oh, I'm only in here for the money, you're going to get voted out by the public. So it has a lot to do with that as well. All right, nomination day. Uh... We get a lot of strategic nominations here because it's the last week. Um, and Sam and Andrew get to nominate still, even though they both, uh, they're both they both out of the house, basically. Because Andrew has won the $15,000 that he was uh, went in there for. But Andrew's going to stay in anyway. all the way to the finale. Even though he can't win the finale, uh, Andrew will be in the, in the house the rest of the time. Um... So our nominations, Chanel got six, Ellie gets three, Hannah gets three, Kieran gets three, and Tom gets three. Uh, and these are our nominated housemates for at least, I wouldn't say the week, because it doesn't even last that long. But nominated housemates get, get a t-shirt with the reasons they were nominated printed on them, and they I have like to wear it. them around the house. Yeah, Chanel's I really reaction. Like Yep. I, I really like it. Right, Chanel gets uh, really mad about the t-shirt. She's like... She's really offended. Why would people say this stuff about me? It's like, you're on Big Brother. Um, they have to give reasons to eliminate you, so that's one one of the things. Uh, <laughs> and Chanel and Andrew get in a... F Whoa. <laughs> Was that Chanel on her thing? Yeah. Chanel and Andrew get in a fight about... Uh, this is the weirdest fight, maybe, of all seasons, but Chanel and Andrew... <laughs> yeah. Get in a fight about everyone getting uh, in a fight with each other. I, so she gets yeah. in a fight about getting in a fight. <laughs> and Andrew argues with Hannah and says um, to Hannah, Oh, uh, so much for being God-worthy. And that offends her a lot because Hannah, she's probably the most openly religious person in the house, I think. Mm-hmm. And that stupid song she sings has been stuck in my head all week. So. Me too. Oh, me too. It's, we it, it's... It, weirdly catchy. Yeah, I hate it, I but it's, it's strangely catchy. Out. It's going to be released. Right. It's Hannah's uh, Hannah, Hannah's EP is coming out soon. Okay. Uh, Tom is in the living room uh, as all this fighting between Chanel, Andrew, and Hannah is happening. And Tom is just laughing his ass off listening to the and i realize at this point tom is starting to go completely nuts tom has yep. completely lost it and we get even more of that later when they yeah okay andrew decides he wants to uh leave the house and he packs all his clothes and stuff because he's upset with chanel into bin bags right into trash bags yeah <laughs> so and and everybody goes you will be back. Yeah. <laughs> Except Is for Charlotte. Hannah, Charlotte it keeps Hannah's trying to stop him from going up the stairs. In a very mild way. Which Just him and no. him and Charlotte, they're best friends, so that's the only reason why. Uh, but Andrew doesn't leave the house. He comes back in the house. That was the end of this episode. This was the least exciting episode of probably the whole thing, and this is where we got nominations. So that's saying a lot. Yeah. That's saying a lot. <laughs> So, day 46, episode 47, this is our uh, double eviction night, uh, and this is, they said vote, <laughs> whoa, oh, sorry. okay, this was vote to evict this time instead of vote to save, so they've been changing that up, like, a lot this season, I've noticed. Yeah, they really have. 
Uh, Emma is wearing a red one-piece skater skirt with a frilled collar, and she's got a clear umbrella. I really, yeah, I really like this dress. And if you want an example of Emma Willis looking really good in clothes, she's on a Venus Razors advert, and she's in three different outfits, and she looks absolutely gorgeous in all three of them. There is no need for them to keep putting them in the bags that they did last week or the week before, whatever it was. Well, you know, they just have, they've hired some stylist, and the stylist is making all these decisions, and maybe they have a, maybe they have a friend who's a dress designer, and that's how, you know, there's always those kind of things. So, this is Chanel's birthday, which we had talked about last week, but this week it actually <laughs> is, is so and this part's pretty great. Amazing. <laughs> this is my favorite thing of the week. Big I Brother brings Tom and Charlotte up to the uh, diary room before everybody wakes up, and tells Tom and Charlotte to tell the rest of the house that they have to act like they've completely <laughs> forgotten, or had no idea that it was Chanel's birthday, even though Chanel has been reminding everybody for, like, two weeks, every day. <laughs> Uh, and they say if if they pass this task and Chanel doesn't uh, believes that they they didn't they didn't believe or uh, remember that they'll get a party okay. for Chanel later. Uh, so Chanel's in the living room. Everybody else is ignoring her so that they can pretend that her birthday isn't happening. And Chanel's talking to a stuffed cat or dog oh, or I stuffed love animal. This. It's stuffed cat, and she's put um, hair rollers in it. You love me, kitty. And she says, you're the only one that said happy birthday so far to me today. And it's a stuffed cat, so we clearly did not say that. But uh, She's trying to kind of insinuate it to people every once in a while, like going, oh. but uh, And then Big Brother makes them clean the house. And this is the part where there's a banana peel in the pool. I don't know how that happened, but Chanel gets mad because she doesn't want to clean the house on her birthday. She's like, why are you doing this to me, Big Brother? And then... Big Brother tells Deborah that she, they want her to steal <laughs> Chanel's thunder. So every time Chanel starts talking about something, Chanel, uh, Deborah will come up with a story that's like twice as good. Or at oh, certain times, she's just like, I remember. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my next birthday, Chanel. My next birthday. I need to know if you're going to come or not. I'm, I'm born to go either like Dubai or, or Las Vegas. Because, you know, it's, you only get one birthday a year and it's your day to be. That one day, so like I need, I need to just get it all out. I need to be excited about it and arrange it and everything. Are you gonna be there? And Chanel was there, like cleaning the bathroom window. Like, yeah, babe, I'll be there. Oh, which one do you want to come to? I don't mind. I'll come to. Well, I'll go wherever. Right. Leave me alone, please. So Chanel, Chanel gets called to the diary room, and uh, and she's so angry. She's confusing. Yeah. At this point, she's like, "How does nobody remember? What a bunch of jerks!" Like that kind of thing. And she, they say, okay, is that it? And she's like, I guess so. And the, she leaves the diary room, comes out into the house, and everybody, it's a surprise party. So everybody says, surprise, and they've got all the cake out and the decorations. They set them up oh, all so while funny. she was in the DR. So And masks of her oh, face as well. Oh, that was funny. Out. It was, so it actually was, them. it became freakier later uh, when Raph, yeah, yeah, okay. Lap dances uh, for Chanel at this party, because uh, it's Chanel. And Ellie uh, talks about Sam in the diary room, and uh, and as this she's talking about him, you see in the party, and Sam is talking with Isabel, and it actually does seem like he's kind of flirting with her when mm-hmm. Ellie's not around. So Sam oh, does definitely. not look good right here. <coughs> no, he's, uh, he's a player. He's obviously a player. 
They've all been drinking. Raph, Isabel, Chanel, and Sam decide we're going to go through the fire exit just mm-hmm. to mess with Big Brother's security. So they break through the fire exit and they're all running around in the camera hall hallways that they have surrounding the house. They they were so angry. You saw the like like the pushing security them woman. the other way. Yeah, right. but, yeah. Uh, security woman was like, was get angry. back in the house. And everybody like didn't take her serious except for Raph. And you saw Raph's face, and he he automatically was like, "Oh wow, maybe this wasn't a good idea." See, Raph knows security will beat you up. So uh, that was yesterday, but back on eviction night, uh, Sam leaves the house, and we get our Sam interview. And I just wrote, "Wow, he really is dumb." Um, yeah. So we get our double eviction here, and Chanel gets evicted. Surprisingly enough, yeah. nobody really saw that Not coming. Believe it. That's what. That's when I cried. When she was coming out, um, <laughs> I actually thought like, "Oh, she's going to get to see her nana." But it just—it really. I don't know why. I don't know why I cared so much. I just Chanel was my favourite. I really sure. wanted her to be there to the end. Um, you never know who's going to win. It's never who you think. But that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Chanel's. She was loud and everything, and I could imagine her being quite annoying, but she, her heart was in such the right place. I didn't think this um, was the saddest eviction, but we'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Chanel has a wardrobe malfunction, because her dress splits at the back, I guess, and her butt fell out of it. But she had, yeah. like, these frilly things with tassels hanging down, so it kind of covered it up. And I also wrote down here, she's followed down the stairs by a man in a suit. And I was like, what the hell is this? I'm so confused by it. And then I realized in a minute is because it's raining and she had high heels on. Mm-hmm. Right. So they didn't want her to fall. Her. The only reason I figured it out is because Sam didn't get have one of the people walking down the stairs. And then later we it happens again. But yeah. I thought for a second it was like security because maybe somebody was after Chanel or, you know, something like that. Oh, maybe. Or walking behind her to cover up the hole. Yeah, but no, I think it was because it was raining and she's wearing very high heels and walking down yeah. stairs. So, Did you see uh, Big Brother's Little Brother? Oh, no, Bit on the Side. No, I never watched those. Called? Bit, bit of whatever it is. Um, I only watched it because Chanel had been evicted and she was going to be right. on it. It's hilarious. They get her to twerk and you can see the massive hole in it. I think she'd forgotten by that point. And right, and they even and... pointed out to her, but she, yeah, she probably didn't care. She's on nah. TV. We get our Chanel like interview, and then after the after that you would have Big a bit on the side with what is Rylan or whatever his name is, but yeah, and then we get our surprise double eviction. So nobody's no nobody in the house knows that this is going to happen. But Emma comes back after this, and Ellie gets evicted, and it's like holy crap! The two people that were maybe the two favorites to win have yeah, just been evicted two main ones. in a row. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was this, this was sadder for me. Like, really, this was really sadder. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Hmm. Oh my uh, gosh! I guess we all have a sad, sad eviction this week. Yeah. It um, didn't surprise me, but I wasn't all. That I did not see either of these coming. I thought they were both favorites to win for sure. Yeah. And it's not like they went out when the housemates kicked them out. They were voted out by the public, so yeah. And yeah, it was no. vote to evict. It wasn't vote to save. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons like this is surprising. But we get our Ellie interview, and basically Loton is completely devoid in this uh of of being in this conversation except for one little clip in her best bits but they've completely like acted like he disappeared from this season i think i think because they covered him so much in the thing with rylan 
Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. It was brilliant. They had a um, a video of him going off lot on the big screen behind them, and Chanel could see it, and her face. She's like, get him off there. She's like, get him off that screen. And her face all screwed up, like, ugh. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. It's disgraceful. Get him off that. Oh, stop making me look it at him. It seemed ugh. like on the main show they were like, Let's just avoid talking about that racist guy that was in, on the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, so, uh, we go back into the house, and Emma talks to the house, and she tells them that two more housemates will be leaving the house tonight. And they're all like, oh my gosh, two more evictions? But we find out this is a fake eviction, and that they will be going to the secret special room called the attic, and they will. two of the housemates will be watching the house for multiple days and uh, we'll and have some powers. this is so late, because they usually do this earlier. Yeah, like second or third week usually, so that yeah. Yeah, somebody has time to build up things like that. But it also, they did it, it, it makes it more surprising, because nobody's going to expect it. Oh, yeah, it. definitely. Yeah. Well, definitely. And we also find out that the two people who go into the attic will be picking, the, uh, picking nominations for next week. So, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, this is a uh, day forty-seven, episode forty-eight, eviction day, and basically they have a bunch of people, d- different people, talking about how they don't think that Chanel or Elliot is going to be leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think it's going to be somebody else, like Tom or somebody like that. Uh, Deborah and Hannah talk about Raph uh, winning the game, and they think he, his whole attitude and the way he presents himself is all a big strategy, and that he's. He's going to be totally different outside the house. And I thought, I told this to Fro on Sunday. I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if Raph did win and he got out of the house and he got into the interview and just was like, fuck all of you people. I wasn't actually a nice guy at all. That thing you saw in my VT at the beginning, that was really me. I've been playing every one of you. (laughs) I think that would be a great ending to this whole thing, but maybe it'll happen. Just for him Um, to be a massive douchebag. Right, I mean, that's how they presented him at the beginning of the show, and then you see him in the show, it's totally not the case, but... Yeah. So, uh, Sam leaves the house, Chanel leaves the house, Ellie leaves the house, and then Emmy, Emma announces the fake eviction, um, and we find out that they have to do face-to-face nominations to decide who's going to leave the house, and this was, like, pretty heavy stuff, because they're having to tell each other the bad things about them face-to-face. Uh, so the top two leave the house... Through the back door is what they say, but of course we know they're going to the attic. Uh, Hannah gets three votes, Tom and Kieran get two, so they tied, but uh, Big Brother says that between Tom and Kieran, Tom had more votes to leave in the public vote uh, earlier in the show, so um, Tom and Hannah will be leaving the house, and everybody gets really upset. Uh, and then Tom and Hannah go to the diary room, and they find out they aren't really leaving the house, they're going to this attic. And they're very excited. And they find out, uh, we find out, and they find out, that they're going to be in charge of testing the other housemates for the rest of the week. But the housemates are going to think the people testing them are the viewing public. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> welcome to the best, uh, days of your life, Sarah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Andrew, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, they get Andrew. to watch, from the attic, they get to watch the house on this old TV. I thought the um, set design of this attic was very, very cool. Yeah. Really cool, yeah. It looked it like a TV very... from, like, the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. 
It, it just looks like loads of attics that I've seen. <laughs> True. Yeah, totally. Uh, Tom and Hannah get to watch two di- uh, diary room sessions of their choice. They choose Charlotte and Isabel. And they get to nominate two people to face eviction. But uh, those the ones they pick now can change because they get ch- multiple chances to pick who they want. Yeah, so, they basically got a thing, a board, and they can have like a safe list and a nominating list. So they right. can move the faces around. And they get a couple chances and uh, over the next couple days. Like I said, they're going to be testing them, and that's what they're going to base their decision off of. But pretty much, Tom and Hannah already have made up their minds, we realized later in this mm-hmm. week. Uh, probably anything could have happened. They would have picked the same two people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so. I, uh, I wrote down, they choose Charlotte and Isabel, but it could change. Andrew makes a... Uh... What did I write here? Oh, Andrew makes a replacement Chanel. Right. They find one oh. of Chanel's wigs that's in the closet. Yeah, she's left a couple of her weaves. <laughs> and then they had the um, the faces that they were using for the uh, surprise birthday party, and they, like, put it into mm-hmm. a, on a pillow and make, like, a fake They uh, use the Chanel, wig head. Which... You know the head that um, Deborah and Hannah use when they're doing their... They put their wigs on it and do it. Right, right, right. It was one of those heads. <clears throat> one of those heads. Like a hat stand or something like that, yeah. Yeah, so, wait, it's actually, it's actually a wig stand. Wig, wig stand, sure. Blocks. I guess you could use it for a hat stand, if you were, like, selling stuff in a store, something like that. Yeah. Uh, Deborah is upset about Hannah leaving, uh, and that's how we end this episode. Day, 40, uh, day 48, episode 49. Tom and Hannah wake up in the attic. Uh, Deborah's upset about Hannah leaving. And Hannah overhears Charlotte say uh, that she she always thought Hannah was going to go this week. Uh, mm. And that d- obviously does not make Hannah very happy. Hannah is very outspoken in this attic <laughs> about yeah, people. Yeah, she is. Much more outspoken than she was when she was like actually face-to-face with those people. Uh, yeah, and oh my god, pushy. Oh, yeah. Tom is like, I don't even care. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no point in me even saying anything, is there? You're not going to listen to me. You're not going to take it into account. Forget, you, you just choose everything. But it's pretty clear Hannah wants Charlotte gone. She has a problem with Charlotte. So mm-hmm. we go back. T- uh, we got our new task this week. The test is what it's called. Uh, Hannah and Tom pick Charlotte, Isabel, Kieran, and Raph as the most boring housemates. They, will, they have to do a talent show, and this is part of the test uh, because... Uh, whoever is the most boring act uh, will be determined by Tom and Hannah, but they all think it's from the viewing public. So we have this talent show, and what, what happens here? Charlotte's a mime, which that was clearly not going <laughs> to win, but... Worst mime ever. <laughs> Kieran did a comedy routine, like a stand-up bit. Raph, Raph was how to twerk. I don't know why they picked that for Raph, but Because it would be hilarious because it's the opposite of what he could do. That's true, I guess. That's they were just they doing it because it would have been be funny. funny. Yeah. And Isabel is supposed to do impressions of the housemates. Um, Tom and Hannah... Uh, oh, right. Raph gets most entertaining and Charlotte gets least entertaining uh, out of these. Uh, and then we get another test task... They have to order themselves from most to least of different things. Uh, but, of course, Tom and Hannah are the ones picking what the actual most to least is. 
uh, they think it's not. They think it's the public, but it's uh, the most least self-obsessed, genuine, or attractive. Uh, and then Tom, uh, Tom and Hannah then get to test them by writing questions for the housemates, and they get to watch them answer the questions in the diary room. And they oh. pick. Go ahead. So there was something from you know when they were picking their um, who's the most attractive in things. <clears throat> when they were all standing in their line and then they find out who was voted. Right. And they said Raph. Did you hear what Kieran said to him? <laughs> no. No. Right, because Tom and Hannah obviously did it to boost Raph's self-esteem a bit and make him feel a bit better about himself. Right. And uh, Kieran turns around directly after because um, Raph's like really shocked. And Kieran just turns around and is like, yeah, see, it's not all about looks, it's about personality as well. Oh, you shot! Wow! It was just like, oh my god! Wow! So bitchy and so passive aggressive. Wow! I would have gone with fashion sense probably because the reality is, uh, Raph does not have the greatest fashion sense in the world. Oh no! All right, uh, where were we? Oh, Hammond. Nope, that's not it. That's not it. Hammond, Tom were in the diary room. Right, Kieran, Raph, and Charlotte answer questions. And then Tom and Hannah have to make their second round of nom picks. And they still pick Charlotte and Isabel, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the co- uh, the, vo- the voiceover says that this is final, but so far and neither Tom, Hannah, or the rest of the house knows that it's f- uh, this is the official thing. It's going to be Charlotte and Isabel up for eviction. So that night... Tom, Hannah's asleep, and here's Tom being totally nuts again. Tom <laughs> is talking to a giant stuffed teddy bear, like very sweet, like talking to it, and and the teddy bear is responding to him, not only just talking to it. And him racing the rocking horse. Right, and he plays That's soccer with the 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 stuffed bear is playing soccer with him, like they're passing the ball back and forth. Yeah, um, making so it kick funny. Things. And I just but wrote down here, Tom is seriously going crazy. Yeah, but it was so funny though. It was, <laughs> but when he when he was rocking on the rocking horse and like racing it and doing the jumps and everything, and then fell over forwards, I was like, yeah. how oh, is right, that yeah. not heard in the main house? Uh, I mean, this we don't actually know where this attic is. It could be way off the side of the actual house. It could it might oh, not yeah. be above above. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not it's not going to be it's still going to be attached. Uh, I think they'd have heard it cuz it's all you have to all the cameramen It could be a, quite a bit of a hallway and it could be a whole separate building. We don't actually know. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um cuz they do talk quite loud and no yeah, nobody ever seems to hear them cuz Hannah is a loud person, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, I believe. But yeah, like I said, Tom. It seems like for Tom, cabin fever has set in quite a bit. He's gonna be uh, different from now on. But Raph yeah. and Isabel are the only ones left in the Thorn Cottage, which is the bad cottage. And Tom and Hannah. Uh, at this, this is the night where Tom and Hannah sneak into the sh- into the house to get a shower because they haven't been able to shower for the last whatever twenty four hours. And Tom says. Don't worry about me sneaking around. I'm a Power Ranger. Yeah. And I wrote down... I used to the Power Rangers. I'm a ninja. <laughs> so they sneak so in. Funny. They get back to the diary room. And he goes... They go, were there any problems? Like, 
Big Brother says that to them, and Tom goes, No, I'm a Power Ranger. And I just wrote again, Seriously, he is going nuts. <laughs> I think he's really missing Paris, his girlfriend. Sure. He's just he's cracked. I mean, just... By the way, uh, that's, the thing that's is, a really manly name for a girl. Paris. <laughs> is it? Is it? Oh. Yeah. Like Paris Hilton? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Harris. Oh! Harris. Oh, no, okay. no, with a, a P for Paris. Oh, Paris. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paris, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that I understand. Harris, <laughs> I think, was a little manly. I think yeah. the other thing is, Tom was already going a little crazy, like a little stir-crazy, a little cabin fever happening in the house, yeah. and now they've put him in a place that's even smaller, with even less people. So now he's, like, it's adding to the stir-craziness, I think. Yeah, and with a person that he doesn't necessarily get along with all that well. Which they actually do seem to get along alright while they're in there, though. Yeah, but it's that sort of, it seems very much like, you know, you have that to. Would, that would add to it, for sure. And she yeah. is a bit overbearing. Alright, day 49, episode 50. I believe this is our second to last episode of this week. Kieran dumps cold water on Andrew in the shower as Andrew's <laughs> trying to take a shower in the morning, just as a prank. And Andrew Tom screams. And An yeah, and it, Andrew has the best scream. He's like, that's what we've realized. And we even get a reason that uh, Tom and Hannah pick people later is because they just like how Andrew screams. Yeah, um, it's just so funny. Yeah, he should be on Fear Factor. He'd be great yeah, contestant on there. Tom and Hannah pick two housemates to have the greatest day and one to have the worst day ever. Uh, <laughs> this is so awesome. This is so awesome. So, of course, because Hannah is picking basically everything they do because Tom has no say in anything, yeah. uh, Deborah gets the greatest day and they give Andrew the worst day because they would just want to hear him scream and be mm -hmm. unpleasant. Deborah gets a message from the fans, which is actually from Tom and Hannah, but it's very positive, makes her feel very good. And Andrew gets negative comments from them. <laughs> uh, and then Deborah gets they. Big Brother says Deborah's going to get her favorite foods, and then Andrew can only eat slop and water for the next <laughs> twenty-four hours. Which slop is? That's from Big Brother US. I don't know if they mm -hmm. ever really have that on Big Brother UK, but slop is like. Half the house, usually most weeks in Big Brother US, is only eating slop. So it, uh. it causes a lot of arguments. See, um, I look confused, because over here, slop is what you'd feed to pigs. Oh, that's it, that's what it is here, too. But they call it slop in the Big Brother US house because yeah. of the association of that. Right, but it's okay. really... Is it really like gruel or something, like porridge type thing? It looks like porridge, but when you hear them talk about it in the Big Brother US house, they say... It looks like porridge, but it's nothing like porridge or oats. It's, like, mm -hmm. very much worse. Yeah. Um, Sounds like gruel. Let's see. Okay, Deborah gets a bubble bath. Um, and very nice, like, <laughs> candles and uh, rose petals, and she's all relaxed. And Andrew gets a, a bath of fish guts out, out in the, outside. He's not even inside. He has to Ugh. sit in this vat of fish guts. This and is horrible. Raph does not seem to mind this. He actually just picks up one of the fish guts and, like, holding it in his hand. Yeah, Raph's pretty, like, alright with stuff like that, but he wouldn't hold the hand of somebody that fancies him. He'll right, pick up a dead fish a and, like, the fish guts yeah. and stuff, but he won't, like... I actually found it contact. very strange. I didn't write it down in my notes, but when Chanel left, 
everybody is giving Raph hugs because they feel bad for him because him and Chanel were like very best friends. And I was like, wait, he's just letting everybody hug him right now. This is very confusing. Mm -hmm. I think because it's appropriate, it'd make him feel less uncomfortable. And because he's inappropriate. It'll make him feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than, you know, when Andrew's doing it, it's very obvious. You know, you know when somebody fancies you and when somebody's trying to touch you all the time. So Deborah gets her food and she gets what chicken wings and mac and cheese and a bunch of really good stuff that even the other people in the house have not had access to in a long time. And so she shares some of it with um, Kieran and Charlotte and they're just like freaking out over the chocolate cake, basically. And Kieran gets sexual. Right. And Charlotte also looks like, in her face, she looks that way. It's like... Yeah. Well, she's spoken about how much she loves... Well, she called it shit chicken, like from a takeaway. They're really right, awful, right. really bad for your deep fried, buttered, southern fried chicken. Yeah, we call it fried chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think she's got jerk chicken, I think is what it was. But I, I could be wrong. It didn't look... It looked more covered in... Oh, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it again. Yeah. But um, Tom and Hannah get sent back into the house here. And the housemates find out that Tom and Hannah have been watching them this whole time. And the housemates find out that uh, Charlotte... Is this where they find it out? No. This is where we actually find out for real that Charlotte and Isabel are definitely nominated. Yeah, but they don't know, do they? I don't know. Do they? I'm I don't sure think they, they do. don't know. No, I don't they I don't know. No, wait. Yes, they do. They do, because right here... Charlotte thinks she will lose to Isabel in a public vote, is what she says. So they actually do find out right here. Yeah. So Big Brother... That and it was ironic, so Big Brother put it in. Maybe. Yeah. That could be the case. Uh, in any case, it, it doesn't change what happens later. Anyway, but no. Big Brother closes Thorn Cottage, and Raph gets really upset because he's been staying there this whole time, and he's lost Chanel, and now he's lost his bed. And so he's not happy about this. And they have to, like actually try to pull him physically off of the bed. They're, like, dragging him across the floor. Uh, Isabel misses her family, and she's wondering what they think of of this whole thing. Uh, And Kieran goes in the diary room and says how sick he is of Hannah singing and her song. And he's like, why don't you sing with some melody? You don't just yell to sing. That's not singing. You don't just yell things. Which I thought is funny because it's kind of true. Mm Mm-hmm. Isabel tells Raph she thinks uh, she's going to be leaving over Charlotte. So they both think they're going to be leaving over each other. Isabel realizes she doesn't need... Oh, right. She goes in the DR and says uh, even if she leaves, the one thing she's learned in the Big Brother house is that you don't need to be pretty all the time to have fun. Those two things aren't... uh, What? Aren't connected. Right. They aren't mutually exclusive. Like, one yeah. can go- come without the other. But her whole life, she's felt like if she didn't feel pretty, that it was... she her, In her mind, it, everything was bad. So there was no yeah. way for her to have fun. Yeah. But she's kind of learned in the house. Uh, since they're all in the same bedroom now, uh, the people from Thorn Cottage <laughs> start to have a pillow fight, and Tom and Kieran are trying to sleep. And Kieran gets really mad at this because he gets hit with a pillow, and everybody's like, geez, don't take... It's so freaking serious. But yeah, do they do they not remember when back when Loton and everything was in there and there'd be I can't remember who threw who onto a naked man in bed. Tom was the one that got in trouble for it, remember? Yeah. Because he had the yeah. 
and uh, Kieran's been involved in all that kind of malarkey, like horsing around and stuff. For him to go this mardy, I think he's just got. He's getting to the point where little things annoy him more than they mm. did before. Yeah. See, I'm like that. I'd I'd kick off if people were keeping me awake and I was trying to get to sleep. But oh, I, would I also too. wouldn't have been horsing around the whole of the time I'd been there. If you get what I mean. Yeah, if I do that, I'd, I'd get annoyed and be like, I oh, know I can't have a go at you right now because it's hypocritical, but I want to. Please. But I also think sleep. he's thinking of it in a way like you're you weren't part of this bedroom and it's never happened before, and now you're, that you're here, you need to respect this bedroom. I think he's thinking yeah. of it in that way a little bit. But also, again, Big Brother house, stir-crazy, cabin fever, probably adding a lot to that. So, next day, day 50, final day, day episode 51. Kieran's still angry about the pillow fight. And so, he goes into the bedroom when a few people are still asleep with a pot and a big spoon and starts banging them to wake everybody up to get his revenge. Uh, we get a new task. Housemates, uh, they say, get to experience the stages of life. Which I guess there's only two stages of life, according to this episode. <laughs> yep. But Well, here there's, there's the two schools. Right, so but uh, to me it was like baby and then being schools. in school. Those are the two stages of life. There's no other stages <laughs> of life. There's no like toddler, no adulthood. Those don't exist. Um, no. But Tom and Isabel go into, this, uh, into the challenge room and they're both dressed in these you know large baby costumes they look like big show when he would dress up like baby new year or something mm -hmm. and they must they have to answer questions uh to pass this task but they have to be able to spell the questions out and tom we find out is not a great speller no and he's not um very good with trees either right he thinks. Uh, and Izzy's Izzy's too low with her self-esteem and self-confidence to say when she knows that something's wrong. She just goes along with it. She just goes along with whatever he says, right? Because she doesn't yeah. want to. She's just like whatever. I don't care. Kind of. Yeah, thing. she doesn't want to be wrong. If she, she says gets no, it's most not, of those things right. Yeah. She does, and she knew the answer <laughs> to the one that that one as well. If she had just had that little bit more faith in herself, same with the fake tan. If she had that little bit more faith in herself, that she didn't have to hide under all the orange. Yeah. I mean, don't you have I talked to somebody about this recently, about the orange thing and uh, Donald Trump and the people who wear I found out that it actually costs a lot to maintain oh, yeah. and upkeep this orange look. So it, it actually, really in a way, is like a status symbol for certain rich people because it shows that you have a lot of money to maintain this really expensive look. Even though it yeah. doesn't look good, it's considered a kind of badge of honor kind of thing. There's also tanorexia. Which isn't, I don't think it's... Which they mentioned in the show. Thing. I don't know if we mentioned it when you were on the podcast, but she mentions that she is tanorexic. Yeah, well, I've, I've met people. My sister, my sister used to, she was always on sunbeds and everything, always using fake tan. And she'd just keep looking at herself and saying, like, I'm too white, I'm too white. Um, you know, I need more, I need more tan. And it'd be like, but you're orange. Like, right. You, you don't... You really don't need people any more really, time. You are people, browner but than maybe, maybe they think orange is the new black. <gasps> maybe. Oh. Oh. There's always a level of like insecurity in everybody. Like, uh, Why does Deborah always have to wear wigs? Why can't mm -hmm. she be happy with her regular you know, curly hair? She all, you always have to have the straight uh, wig, like yeah, it'd be nice to see people always have to feel like something's wrong with them. Mm, most of the time, it seems like, but 
Yeah. Unless you really, like, have gotten, gone really deep into yourself and, like, tried uh, to get into your yoga kind of self and, yeah, whatever, but. Yeah. Like uh, at the, the end of this thing. task, oh, sorry, go ahead, Tilly. Oh, it's okay. It wasn't, it wasn't just important. a comment about me dyeing my hair blue. Oh, okay. They pass the <laughs> task, even though Tom does not do great. They do answer more questions than they fail, and... As they're leaving, because this is, like, supposed to be a nursery, the giant teddy bear from the attic is there, and Tom tries to grab it as he's leaving, because Tom and this teddy bear are best friends. They're really good teddy bears. <laughs> and they then really are. Big Brother has to say, good. Tom, put down the teddy bear. Because <laughs> he's dressed like a baby. Uh, yeah, that probably added to the comedy, being dressed like a baby. Mm -hmm. uh, Andrew and Charlotte uh, plastic wrap Raph's bed... Uh, and they hide some of his stuff. Uh, so the pranks are starting. Uh, Raph argues with Deborah, uh, even though it wasn't her about who did this. Uh, and she she doesn't want to be a snitch, so she doesn't say it. But uh, we get on uh, more of our new task. Housemates get sent back to school. Housemates are graded on personality traits. Uh, fashion sense, hygiene, honesty, and power, and popularity. And in this popularity one, we find out from Big Brother that it's not actually part of the task. This is actually an eviction. A surprise eviction they don't see coming. Oh my god. Brilliant, 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 again. Yep. Right, so Big Brother reveals... It's so that... Big Brother, though. It's mm -hmm. so Big Brother. I really right. love that. So, they have to, like, pull out their little sheet, so... Other people, people have been doing this the whole time. Final one is popularity. They, uh, what's her name? Isabel pulls it out and she's got, got to get, uh, she gets an A because they all have graded things. And then Charlotte pulls her out and she got an F, which none of the other ones, even the people who lost, had an F. And she's like, what the heck does this mean? And Big Brother reveals that Charlotte has been evicted from the house. Everybody's shocked. Even I was like, oh my gosh, what? What? Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt shocked at this point. This was the one that I was like, wow, this is kind of sad. Uh, and... yeah, this one shocked me the most, but it didn't make me cry like Chanel did. Sure, okay. And it didn't make me sad like Ella did. Oh, okay. I was just, I felt bad for her because she didn't get to do, she, really, she wanted to do the walk and she wanted to do the interview and everything. Maybe she'll get it on Friday, who knows. I hope yeah, so. she wanted the experience. Exactly. Uh, Big Brother throws the housemates a graduation party, and they reveal that everybody besides... Why did I write Raph? I meant Andrew. Everybody besides Andrew is... They're in the final week. So this is the first time the housemates find out that this is the final week and of they the show. Think, yeah, and they think everybody is there to the final day. Or yeah. Um, in they the heard, finals, yeah. They heard that everybody's in the final, not everybody's in the final week. Right. So Raph goes to the diary room, and he's all super Jeez. excited. He's talking to Big Brother, going like, can't believe we've made it. We've made it. We're all going to be here, and we're all, we're all up for the prize. And Big Brother has to go, I I said the final week, Raph. And he's like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, not the final. And he's like, uh, we all thought. And Raph just gets this look on his face like, oh, crap. I'm going to have to go tell everybody this. Yeah. <laughs> so Raph yep. uh, goes downstairs, tells everybody that they're not actually in the finals, it's just the final week, and that they, there's a possibility more people will go. And 
Raph uh, gets really upset when he finds out that somebody has hidden his duck, which I guess he's <laughs> had this whole time. And I was, I wrote, he can give it, but he can't take it, I guess, because he's been playing yeah. pranks on people all season. Very much. And we end with, uh, we end the week with oh. Raph in the diary room, talking about Charlotte leaving and how surprising it was, and how uh, he feels bad for her, and he, it was a very sad moment. So that is the end of the week. Cool beans. And we've lost all together this week. We've lost a uh, San Elliot. If you put all their names together. Oh, okay. There's Sam, yeah. Chanel, Ellie, and Charlotte. San Elliot. Was there anybody else we lost this week? Oh, I guess, like, yeah. Uh, that's, I think there was only, like, nine people in the house and four people left. So, mm -hmm. oh, like, almost half the people in the house left this week. So, yeah. There was even the part where Raph and Hannah were in the bedroom all by themselves. And they're like, this is really weird. This feels strange. To not have very many people here. So, uh, we since it. we're getting our finale on is... Friday, yeah. who do we think is going to win? Who are we going to? I am going to pick Raph. Okay. I think. I see. I'm in between two. Is either going to be Kieran or is he? Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think might say. Be... Oh, and I. I... I think it's Karen, Karen or Ralph. But you're saying Ralph, right? Okay. Yeah. And I'm saying Silly. Kieran. I reckon Kieran's probably got the best bet because he is coming off yeah. as proper genuine. And right. he is, yes. you know, you're getting to see him when somebody's kicking off and he takes them to one side and like, what are you doing? You're rising to it. Pack it in. Just calm yourself down. Like with Tom. A proper, <laughs> was it Tom or Loughton? One of them. You need proper, like... I think it was Tom. He had a go with him a bit. Like you were making yourself look like a dickhead. Pack it in. And she's like, yeah. I was gonna pick Kieran, so now I'm kind of going like, hmm, maybe I should pick somebody else just to have fun with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, see who else could win this. Urgh. See, I Not wanted to pick Charlotte, course. but now that Charlotte's gone, mm. hmm. The other thing is, okay, he's still if, got a good chance. But. I was going to say, if it's not Kieran, I would either pick Isabel or I would pick Deborah. So I'm going to go Izzy uh, for me. Ooh. I probably think Kieran's going to win, but just to make it fun, I'll go Isabel. Yeah. But this, he's nice and he's attractive. And I mean, I don't know how guys in the world feel. I don't know if they'd be feel threatened by him. But he doesn't Kieran... come across as that much of a threatening man. Like, he wouldn't try it on with your missus. Sure. I think in the last couple weeks he's come off as very grumpy, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, people, the public, have told him to start to stop sitting on the sidelines and stuff, and it's sort of, I think it's just him trying to be involved, and he's just ended up really grumpy and mardy and everybody. <laughs> I'm looking at our old show log, Fro. Yeah. From the past episode three, main topic: terrible TV we love. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to change shit. It's, it's di I think that's different though, because we're not. It, that was only terrible TV we love, not terrible well, TV else we hate, them. but everybody else loves. Because yeah. so it could. It's a little different if you want to stay stick with yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, Let's that's fine. Just, yeah. Let's stick with it. All right. Uh, next My brain's week already started we... working on it. <laughs> yeah. Next week we are going to talk of news of the week, battleground results, top five shows we love. 
But everybody hates them. Battleground results. Also. That can't be right. Is that still on there? Yeah. 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 That we did that this week. Yeah, we've already did yeah. that. Oops. Okay. You can tell everybody Take... again if you want to hear it again next week. Right. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> News of the week. Uh, top ten. Uh, five. Ah. Okay. Top shows. Top five shows we love to hate. <laughs> uh, but every uh, shows we hate, but everybody loves, uh, or vice versa. I guess we'll call it. Yes. And vice versa. Yes. So. Uh, Big Brother UK uh, season 18 final, final, final week now. Right, and f- and we like, it's actually we only three about... days, but the finale and everything, yeah. Yeah, and we will talk about the maybe Oscar-nominated movie, the Emoji movie, because I heard so great things about the, that movie. Just can't go wrong. <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be just as good as uh, Candy Crush, the game show. So. <laughs> or Pixels, the movie. Right. Isn't there, there's a couple of good people in the Emoji movie, though. Voicing it, obviously. I can't remember uh, who it was. I was going to say, it doesn't really mean anything, but uh, yeah. Does that matter? <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to plug, Dylan? Um, Not really. Peace, love, and harmony. That's okay. all we need. She's just gonna get that stuck in everybody's head that listens to the whole podcast. Yep. Um, just westcoastwrestlingconnection.com. Go check out the TV show on the YouTube. Uh, at least go in there and click and watch for a few minutes. Get us some hits because that always helps out because of the YouTube apocalypse that's happening. So. Uh huh. And yeah, you can go to audibletrial.com/slash/nordicchildsitzen and follow the rapid seed. Link in uh, our Facebook. Okay, everybody, have a fantastic uh, week, rest of the week, uh, from United States of America, from Norway, and from the UK. This has been another digital sense Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.